welcome to the 2021 game of the year show here on the first show of 2022 it doesn't feel like a new year guys i'm just gonna be real honest it feels <laughs> like nothing has changed zeke you're blinded by the lights what's happening here it's, i couldn't i couldn't sleep last night because i was so excited about doing this show oh yeah i was i was laying in bed was watching the new uh the new season of uh queer eye as you do and uh it's in Texas, get tired man yeah it's in austin right yeah. like i think every episode's in austin yep um or at least texas but uh, yeah i was sitting there watching it and come because i usually go to bed somewhere between 3 and 4 a.m because i get up at like 9 30 or 10 yeah so i get i get about five six hours of sleep was which is you know my my natural rhythm now is about five or six hours of sleep and i couldn't get tired four o'clock i I'm like i turned off tv and i lay my head down i can't wake back up Five thirty. finally I was like okay five thirty. Uh, okay i can think i can go to sleep now god damn man and then i you know woke up at nine nine thirty. <laughs> it happens yeah it's rough dude it and happens. for some reason i don't know what it is but uh, i was telling katie this i was like we had all we had last night for dinner was like we had some ravioli and red sauce and some like a salad and garlic toast. I don't. I was super farty, like abnormally, <laughs> like just like every every five ten minutes, just just a, a, it wasn't like painful. It was it was just like a regular but a longer than average fart. Uh-huh. But like, could you trust them? them? Could you trust them? Oh yeah, no, they were okay. just they were okay. just they, they were right. just air biscuits, man. They're just air biscuits that's a new and one another five five minutes later and i'm just like what in the world is going on with me it's like i had like broccoli steak and beans last night but i didn't you know like, it was the red sauce 100 percent. must have been i don't know man yeah but yeah. yeah so i was like gassing myself maybe that's why i couldn't sleep probably because my my blanket was just full of farts just... <laughs> might have been that <laughs> might have been that could have been the case I appreciate the longer story because it. Uh, I'm using last year's profile, and last year's JP didn't run uh, the call on low latency, uh, so everyone is going to be super. Delayed. I was wondering what that delay was. Yeah. Okay, I was no, just gonna let I, it slide. <laughs> whatever. I was watching you over here, and you were like a second or two ahead of what I was actually sending to you. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's not right. So it worked out. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, it it seems. Uh, oh, people. Are- you were asking if I was muted. No, I was just, I was silenced by Zeke's yeah. story. Yeah. As we all are. I tell a good story, man. Most people, yeah. I have their rapt attention when I start telling this story, especially if it involves farts. I, I think the one thing, I, the one thing that I, that may have been muted is when Zeke was saying, I don't know what's going on. The, the answer is age. Age is going on. That's, that's, mm. that's and, and listen, I hope I'm, you're I'm ready for this that. roller coaster of farts coming your way because this ride ain't stopping, Zeke. That's true. Well, that's not like I'm, it's just, it's it, i'm sure the when uh like women go through menopause like my mom like she was like it hits you and you're not ready for it it's like out of nowhere she's like i started getting hot flashes and all that type of shit and uh i heard about it but i wasn't prepared like i didn't know fart like uh um you know <laughs> my my fart bank was going to like start you know withdrawing <laughs> a lot there you go that's right. You become best friends with Bino when you age. Yes, that's, dude. I don't know. Yeah, that's why that that's Man. why that always ran during Price is Right. It's just a bunch of old people farting, watching. You old know, farts. That's, that's why they that call makes it sense that. now. 
Yeah. All makes sense. Yeah. And I also like the dog was like that sleeps with us. She was like, she went, like left the bed and went down. Like, That's when you know floor. it's bad when the dog decides to leave. That's when you know it's bad. Uh, Co, what happened with the kid and the Christmas presents? Did they remember them? What was the end of that story? You told oh. the beginning of it two weeks ago. Christmas has occurred. It was actually okay. Okay, they, they seemingly had a great time. Uh, there was there was no real recollection. Kai, I'm pretty sure, completely forgot. Nice. Um, until he opened one of them and was like, "Oh, it's you!" And it's like, "Oh, well, okay. I guess he, I guess that was our small hint." And then he just played with it as normal, so everything was good. Oh. Um, and thankfully, Rowan Rowan apparently missed like all the big ones that were for him. So nice. it, it ended up being just fine. They had a great time. Nice. Zeke, I saw that look on your face, JP. When you're like, oh, it's you. And you had the same thought. I was like, did you wrap up a person? Well, no, I see <laughs> my thought was a little bit more mischievous slash devious than yours. Cause my thought oh, okay. was like, did you give a son a doll of yourself? That's where my brain went. <laughs> 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 <That's>, <laughs> oh no. God. Does Zeke no. have a doll of himself? What's happening here? That's a dangerous one second. If I've ever seen, uh-oh. Oh, like my awesome. oh my god that's awesome how long have you well Dude. he doesn't have his headphones on how long have you gift. had that it, for a while now oh. I, I was still living in my single bedroom apartment in billings so at least six years seven years i've had this damn that's but yeah sick. this was a gift from uh one of my mods a while ago a long time ago and uh yeah they had they had this custom made for me it, it, like it looked it, well hold That's on pretty good the arms are only positioned like that because it it, it had a hammer that i lost <laughs> <laughs> it had a like a, a big like you know war hammer yeah but it's <laughs> zeke you know what you have to do now right you know what you have to start doing next year i guess because you missed this year you have to start wrapping that every single year and give it to katie as a present no matter what and then every year change the box so she doesn't know that it's that gift until she gets through the entire box that's the plan so that that sounds glorious yeah, yeah that's uh, what oh, do. wait a minute <laughs> oh there's the hammer you still you still have that right i haven't seen it on there knuckle no 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 uh the the fuck knuckle is uh is still around but i okay. have, i replaced it oh this was anybody can get this this thing it's a it's categorized on amazon as a as a walking stick oh really oh so, yeah so anybody can actually get one uh of the the thing that i found there nice it's a um a something cutlery brand uh and they call it a walking stick but it's it's a it's a fucking warhammer but <laughs> I, I, I stopped using that because someone made me another present. I don't know if you've been there for the raids, but they made me another present. Oh, I this have is my that. new yes. Warhammer. Yeah, yes. this is this is Mjolnir. Yeah, that's great. It's got the Z and the three on it tooled from a fucking sledgehammer. That's awesome. Yeah, Dude, that's badass. That's good stuff. It's good stuff. So we retired the fucking in lieu of the or in favor of the uh, Mjolnir. Yeah. Yeah, Co, you have some cocaine over there. Is that what you just said? I do. I have a great cocaine. Um, and unfortunately, it's it's up in storage right now for the new the new basement. But yeah, oh my god, I love cocaine. I love I love the cocaine. It's fantastic. It's hand uh, hand. No, I've actually I've actually uh, tried out 
cocaine. You did. And you came over. You you did. It made me feel like a new person, like a totally different person. <laughs> All right, I think I'm safe from the clip. I think I've been removed <laughs> from the clip by not talking and or being on screen. Now we're good. We're good to go. <laughs> we'll delete the VOD. It'll be fantastic. Uh, by the way, JP, just join I what I missed. Don't worry about it. You didn't miss anything. You're good. Yeah, nothing. Before you I nothing. forget, have you lost weight, buddy? No, I think it's the. Uh, I was noticing that too because I was like, man, if I sit up, I, this looks pretty good. Trust me, I, I was going to say that shirt. I went is to a the good doctor. On you, dude. Yeah, I went to the doctor last week, and they were like, uh, "You've actually, we need to talk." Like <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> you gotta have the, three, the three years in uh, quarantine, and they were just like, "What the fuck have you been doing to your body?" Uh, so that was a fun. Yeah, but they put did they put it the doctor way? They're like. I'm not a fan of the weight you've gained. <laughs> you know, like, uh, well, it wasn't necessarily the weight there. I was just like, look, I was, it was quarantine three years, or the, it's been three years since I've seen you. Two and a half of those, or a year and a half of those was quarantining and COVID. And they're like, yeah, no, we're seeing this in all our patients. You're not the only okay. one type of situation. Okay. But No, they give they give me that about my weight and about uh, uh, smoking. Like, Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Not a big, not... I can't endorse the smoking you still do, but you know, otherwise, <laughs> you know, you're okay, healthy. You know, no, we don't. On the, don't on like... the high blood pressure side, no. <laughs> we don't. We don't want to tell you how to how to live your life, but you do know that those are killing you, right? Just, just yeah. throwing throwing it out there. Is that a concern of yours? Yeah, yeah, and and then inevitably, I said, you know, you know what else is killing me, Doc? Time, time, time is gonna do oh, it. I'm sure they love that. I'm sure one way or another <laughs> yeah yeah anyways go to the doctor get your annual or checkups or what i was lighting up what did you say that's our advice don't Hold smoke. it right in their face don't smoke the weed or no you could if you could do that if it's legal don't smoke cigarettes that's what i meant to say anyways this is a weird start to a game of the year show guys i want to i want to thank both of you here for the <laughs> show talking about cocaine and uh you know smoking going to the doctor and all yeah. that stuff great it's great let's start no. the show let's, let's <laughs> do decision. it let's do let's it. Just do it let's just get into it <laughs> yeah let's rock and roll all right i think we have 15 categories which is kind of interesting that it worked out that way uh here on the game of the year show 15 categories plus our top three games streamed and top 10 games of the year uh we also have the community vote for everything i'll get Remind me at the end of the show to tell you something about the community vote, which will probably explain a lot of the community vote. That's what I'll say. Because if I say what I was going to say, it most likely would spoil uh, a lot of how the community voted. But this first one, we don't have a community vote, so we won't start with it. But we will start with the games we wish we played. This should be game we wished we played, because I only put one, Co only put one, and then we had to tell Zeke to only put one here as well, uh, so that we were all in order. I'm okay with doing most of these together. This one is, I guess, okay. Do you want to do this one by one? Do you want to do this together? How, how should we go about this? You can do one by one with a really brief why I didn't play it. Okay. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. Co, then why don't you start with the, with the, okay. the great um, example? I'm pretty sure. I need to bring up my list, actually. But I'm pretty sure the game that I picked here. Um, we were talking about that. It was a game that I actually played, and I really enjoyed it. But then I, I hit something. As, and I played it right when it came out. So I hit this part that I was just like, man, I'm just not feeling this. I'm not really digging it. And I, and I ended up putting it down and not finishing it. And then not a few days later, the it, everything just started pouring in about, oh, oh, this is no question. My game of the year This is amazing. This is awesome. This is everyone needs to play this. This is the best thing that's sliced bread. And it's encryption. 
Um, I played the first part and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but when I got to that second part, I don't know what it was, but I just completely ran out of steam. I wasn't really feeling the, the, the pixel art and I just, I just, I, I moved on and never went back. And then sure enough, not long later, just everyone was like, oh dude, you should have finished it. So good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and, um, and, and yeah, I, yeah, I kind of wish I did. That was, that was the game that I wish I kind of finished. I should have just buckled down and gone through it and it didn't. Well, yeah. and the thing is like, I finished inscription. And the thing is, like, if you want to, there's a rabbit hole that goes deep. Like, we, we discussed that, like, yeah. outside, like, meta shit uh, of the game. And I just barely, like, barely, like, cracked the door open. I was like, holy shit. It's, that, that rabbit hole is deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For the record, a lot of people are like, but you played it, Co. Yeah, but I only played a little of it. Finished is not played. Like th this is yeah. Th I saw this category more of like games we really wish we played. And this game, I played a little of it and put it down. I wish I had. I wish I had really played it. I wish I had played it all the way to the end. Yeah, my game. Uh, I still might. My, my game that I wish I played, much like Co, was one that I saw everyone ranting and raving about. And I watched a couple streams of it, and it's not necessarily my cup of tea. Uh, but I still wish I played it because everyone was going crazy about it. And I think it's hilarious that Co and I also chose the same game, uh, <laughs> which was Inscription. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had played it. I've watched uh, a decent amount of this, even as recent as like two days ago. Uh, I think uh, someone, was, a streamer was playing through it for the first time. And I was like, man, that actually, maybe I should go and check that out. Yeah, you I still can, not. JP. The dream is not dead. It's we true. Can, it's true. Go, Luckily, the stream is not dead yet. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? It's it's not one of those games that I would I would say I would recommend to you, JP. I don't know. I don't know if I mean because I could be wrong, obviously, but it doesn't strike me as something that I would bring up to you. Right. Right. But yeah. we've also learned that uh, there's no games that would actually make sense to rec recommend to me. So, uh, <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> who knows? Maybe I would like it. I don't know. Uh, Zeke, what was your game that you wish you played? Uh, game that I wish I played, uh, oh, it's just, I ran out of time, and it seemed like it was, it would have been up my alley, uh, at least a little bit, but I just, I didn't have the, whatever, 20, 30, 40 hours to put into it, so I didn't even start it, uh, it was Rune King, uh, the League of Legends story, like, I wanted to check it out, I wish I played it, but for a JSRPG, you gotta, like, sock away some time. That's 30, and I just 35 ended hours. ended up running out. Yeah, 30 yeah. 35 hours for me for you that's like 40 50 plus so solid yeah. 70 to 90 hours <laughs> dude yeah maybe no, no, the yeah. entire year maybe yeah the entire year no. <laughs> if you look on how long to beat it's usually like take that times 1.7 1.75 yeah for me to beat it <laughs> yeah it's good i i finished rune king and uh, it was a very good game uh in depth funny enough yeah. they actually sent me i got a, a record player for christmas and they sent me the physical collector's edition for that. And I learned that Riot actually is making music and games on the side, believe it or not. Because the soundtrack for that game is very good. And it's become one of my favorite vitals to listen to. So Well, and the other thing is I wouldn't I don't think I would have given it a second, like a second thought after you talked about it, unless I had been uh enticed by uh TFT, like me me playing team uh yeah. team fight tactics. But also, even more so, that 
uh, I gotta look at the whatever if if it's I don't know if it's canon or not, but the lore behind it on uh, Arcane. Yep. Like I was like, okay, League of Legends isn't all toxicity and and shit talking. Yeah. 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 There's actually you know some good stuff in there. Turns out, turns out that's the case. Yeah. All right. Next category, which we will start with the community vote. This is uh, perhaps my favorite category. The second biggest industry fail of the year presented by Activision Blizzard. Uh, presented, of course, in quotes, uh, if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, let's check out the community's vote here. Do you have any ideas what you think this is? Second biggest industry fail of the year. I don't know like, what would be the, the like... I'm going to guess, just because of how controversial, I'm going to say it is something related to NFTs. Okay. That's my guess. Yeah, it does. Yeah, the, I didn't even think about that. The industry fail does not have to be a specific company. I guess it could be like an industry-wide. It could be anything. It could be any event. That I happens. would. That's a great answer. Good, good answer, Co. Okay. Good answer. Show me NFTs. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> so I didn't say anything because this, this was the test for the community. So I knew this one ahead of time. <laughs> but yeah, NFTs and video games. That's what the uh, the community voted on uh, and, and won. Good good one. This, To be honest, this one didn't even... I think both me and Zeke had a hard time with this category. I know Zeke did because he actually messaged. Like, hey, what did you guys put for... Like, I, I did too. Yeah. Like, I, my answer. I did too. I think it, it's... No, no, not this one. Oh, it wasn't the this fail. one. It was... Okay. Was the other Redemption one. was the one. Yeah, yeah. For me, it was just like, man, Blizzard really like fucked up. <laughs> I just yeah. kept repeating that. Um, so, yeah, Zeke, you uh, you ended. So let's start on this one. We'll do that whole thing again. What was your you uh, your biggest industry failure? Presented by I, there was there was a lot. There was a lot going on. A lot of different things that happened. A lot of different fails. But I had to narrow it down to one that affected me personally. Okay. Uh, because I had okay. a like a, a lot of the other ones, like I was standing on the outside, but the the one that I was standing on the inside and was paid to to participate in was the Coke Media Prime Time. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. Oh, oh my god. Man. Uh so uh, Barry uh, actually Barry actually <sighs> contacted me and he was like how do you like this blurb for your uh, biggest fail? And I was like, oh, we got to write them? Let me write them. So their skills at entertainment and production value. Oh, uh, Coke Media is a leading producer and marketer of digital entertainment products like video games. Their skills at entertainment and production value, however, were found severely lacking in the presentation they gave at E3 2021. After what seemed like eons of game dev interviews with zero footage of the game being discussed, it got to a point where Zeke found himself having to play Steam trailers alongside of the interviews in order to fulfill his sponsored contract without falling asleep. That's what it was. It was just like no one in entertainment had a hand in making whatever that ended up being. Yeah. Like they want to know about the game. Let's talk about it with just people. Like let's not show any of the fucking game <laughs> that we're actually discussing. Like not in B-roll, not like in a little picture in picture. No, none of it. We're going maverick with this fucking interview shit and i'm just like dude come on yeah this was just show the one minute trailer from steam and just loop it that's fine it was uh it was anyway. really it was it was a really interesting one because 
everyone, and I mean everyone in the industry that I'm friends with, did a sponsored stream for this. And I did not because I was not a part of Loaded, uh, who I think like did a batch deal for this. And so yeah. when everyone, I was like, man, that sucks. I really missed out. Oh, well, I'll just watch it. And then I started watching and I was like, thank fuck. Because <laughs> I just made fun of everyone you, watching dude. it. It was great. Content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a grand time. That's one of the few times where it's like it actually worked out okay. And I felt all right about that. But I went in with very low expectations and they weren't even close to met. Yeah. Like, and, and I was, I was not, I really was not expecting much. It was, yeah, here, um, are, are you next or am I next? It doesn't matter. You can go ahead. If okay. So for the record, I would like to state that if I had remembered that. Yeah. I didn't even remember likely, that. That was a great, pull. most likely it would have been that. And I think honestly, that really fits this category because it's like the industry fail, like something like so out of touch. So terrible. Anyway, a lot of what Zeke says, uh, echoed with mine in terms of this is something that was a big deal to me. And the the thing for me is that this particular fail is compounding. And the reason it was compounding was because like, I feel like there was this huge potential for something really good to happen. We were actually told middle of the year that something was going to happen. And then as we got closer to the end of the year, it was like a second. And after already totally screwing up expectations, we got a second screw up of expectations when they pushed the cyberpunk patches to next year. So my biggest industry fail of the year was when they not only did not do much to recover cyberpunk, but then after saying it would be here yet again, messed up with expectations and pushed it a year later. And the reason I call this a fail is because here's the thing, like I was talking about, we talked about this a lot on stream today about cyberpunk. So I'm playing Deus Ex right now for some obvious tangent. Sure. And one of the things we talked about is that, you know, if in, in two years and three years, if they actually put enough in, you know, that would probably be the dev time that the game needed. And, and hopefully we'll see a good product by then. But the big issue here, and the reason this is such a fail, is it's because, like, it became so obvious that, that the perspectives are aligning. We, we see from CDPR that they're acquiring other companies. They're starting up new studios for tangent development and stuff. And it's like, guys, you literally have a fire right in front of you. You have this actually somehow still passionate fan base that wants you to recover here. Like everyone is cheering for a No Man's Sky comeback that just it just becomes clear and clear is not going to happen. And so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, a lot of us still have some hope. We're supposed to be, see a big patch this year, but that's this year. Last year, it was yet another year where that it just, just slipped under the radar. And yeah. You got to wait 55 uh, years, they... really, is what you got to do. <laughs> did they take, like, a, a category for you two years in a row? Like a, like a bad, like a fail category? Oh, did it for me? I think, I think it was a look. fail... Yeah, I think I think it was last year too. Um, yeah. but again, the, the, I think they got a the, fail award from you last year. It did. The more exact for this one was not the whole project. <laughs> it was just the fact that like they, it, I was really hoping they would learn from the train wreck that was the release. And it's like, but yet again, they mismanage expectations. And 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 while saying they're putting resources in other departments, and it's just like, <sighs> like, like it's just it's so unfortunate. Dude. It's so unfortunate. Yeah. It People was. are saying three-peat. I'm, I'm saying, like, let's go, like, let's Chicago Bulls it. Like, I want to see a three-peat. Yeah, it was cyberpunk, cyberpunk for you as well. It was like both of you for cyberpunk. Yeah. 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 Uh, It'll be good someday, Copium. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, uh, Zeke did a sponsored uh, stream that he was, or did a sponsored thing that he was associated with for his failure. So did I. I did a sponsored stream for this game, uh, and it was one of those things where, the second you start playing it, 
you couldn't play it beforehand. So you kind of just had to go on interest alone. So I said, sure, I'll check it out. Started playing it was about 20 minutes in to, I think a two hour stream or maybe a three hour stream. And I knew that this game was not going to go well. Luckily it was in beta and I thought that they could finish some things and pump it out. And then the game shut down on October 31st, 2021. Magic Legends was a game that uh, came and went very quick. <laughs> it was not good whatsoever. I'm glad I passed that one up. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that, that was, was a rumor. That was my like, media for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was real, real weird uh, to do a sponsor stream for that. Because uh, also, just like you said, uh, for you, Co, uh, everyone was sponsored to play it. Like, I remember Day 9 did a sponsored stream for this. And Sean's usually like very lenient on games. And even he was like, yeah, this is a bad game. <laughs> like, you should play this game. I was lucky because I was not in the first wave. And, yeah. so, and I didn't know much about it. I just knew that some streamers played it and it wasn't very good. So the day the day that it came through me, I was like, hey, chat. So what do you guys think about this Magic Legend games? What do, what do you think? And Chad was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> do not. We do not want to see that game. Yeah. Uh, do not recommend. And I just, I just like, you can see in the thing, I just went back and I was like, not interested thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Runner up for this, by the yeah. way, funny enough, was uh, Dark Alliance. That was another one where I was just kind of like, you know, they're kind of close. But this one uh, ended up taking the win because it literally got shut down in open beta. Yeah. It never even made it out of, it never even saw 1.0. It died in October. Wow. So, so this, this game Alliance is never going to be actually made. No, you know, no, it's, okay. it's done. I Googled the name, I mean, actually, and it says uh, the, the number one link is an epicgames.com uh, link to buy Magic Legends. It says, or it says download and play for free. Oh, but then when you click on it, it says unavailable. So there you go. There you go. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So Well, and the thing huh. is, like, I w if they would have approached me for that, I definitely would have uh, agreed to it because, like... It's magic. They, magic. They haven't, they haven't, like, they didn't do a lot, and then Magic Arena, and that's such a well-made thing it's a very good uh platform and it's a good like i i had fun with it the for the you know many many hours i spent way back when a couple years ago and i'm like okay they had a, they had a home run with with arena all right legends let's see what you got like i would have totally been all in on that and <laughs> i guess i dodged a bullet by not getting a, an offer for it but yeah that's it sad that's real sad it worked <laughs> out next category Biggest disappointment. And I, I think, you know, looking at my answer for this, I feel like in a lot of ways, these they could be a little bit interchangeable. So maybe I, I misanswered the category, but let's check out the uh, the community. Yeah. Uh, here. Yeah, okay. yeah, let's let's check out the community votes first. Biggest disappointment is voted by the community, Battlefield 2042. I get that. I understand that. Uh, there was a lot of games toward the end of this year that the Twitterverse, the social media, the communities were very... Uh, tilted towards so i understand that one uh zeke is there like what's up what what's the reason behind that like i don't remember refresh my memory was it servers was it just bad game was it if, glitches what if you, what? If you want to do yours first i can address that in a second <laughs> <Yeah>. oh okay <laughs> go ahead zeke <laughs> i went first last time i'll go first again okay i'm number one all right uh <laughs> biggest disappointment Oh, this this one's this one's another personal choice. It's 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 gonna be n nobody else's choice but mine. The biggest disappointment for me this year: Bassmaster Fishing 2022. 
fuck that game and fuck anybody who likes it. <laughs> fuck it. I hate it. It's it's I think one of the only games in the in, in recent memory that I have actually just went, I quit. And <laughs> just fucking put it down. After an hour or two, I was like, this is too much like real fishing. I'm not catching everything anything. And everyone else is, oh my god, this huge brown trout that I just caught. Freaking slips, like, man. I'm out. Dude, I went back and watched the clip where you quit because me and Sips are just laughing and like so jubilant about this fish mm -hmm. that he caught and how big it is. And you're just like, guys, how do I do this? Guys. Guys. <laughs> yeah, no one was helping Fuck me. Fuck this shit I'm out. <laughs> I felt kind of, I thought you were legitimately upset towards the end of that. But uh, I mean, there's, I mean, there was a little tinge of it. Sure. There's yeah. a little tinge of me just like, <laughs> well, it's the, when I get angry, like when I get really angry, like uh, truthfully angry, um, and not just like on the surface rage is when I feel stupid. And that game, like, I felt like I was a fucking idiot. And I couldn't, like, everybody else was figuring it out. And I'm sitting there, like, everybody, it's like, the 100 meters or whatever, the, the fucking marathon race, everybody had started. And I'm just like, do I go? <laughs> Is it my turn to go? Do, no one told me. Is the gun mean go? <laughs> like, I felt so stupid, and that made me so mad. And I just, and I wanted to like it. I was ready. I had an outfit. I, yeah, I got dressed I, up. Yeah. I got some PBR. I got my fishing outfit. And I felt so good. And then I was like, this is fucking stupid. I hate it. I'm out. Yeah. So, that was good. That was my biggest disappointment because I was really excited <clears throat> to play it. I get it. Honestly. I understand. Uh, Battlefield 2042 had 37% of the community vote. That's how much uh, that dominated that. Co? Okay, so to answer Zeke's question, I think a lot of people were really excited about Battlefield 2042 being a modern-day Battlefield. We were hoping that we were going to see a, a, uh, a game that showed that, you know, the Battlefield timeline is moving forward. I think a lot of people were expecting, like, a lot of weapons, a lot of maps, relatively bug-free free you know it was going to be beautiful current day and age uh, i know a lot of people like me were really excited that maybe we were going to get a stepping stone to like a 2142 style thing i mean 2142 for many of us was our favorite battlefield there's been nothing like it since so maybe this is going to be like the, a, a step towards it i mean 2142 2042 there's obviously connections there like it was it was a really exciting time and really cool and then the game came out and it turned out to be one of the more, just not, it was just not great. It was a hugely buggy experience. There were troubles everywhere. There weren't a huge amount of weapons. There wasn't a lot of variety. Like it just, it just was a huge disappointment. Makes it sense. was, it was for me personally, um, one of the biggest disappointments of the year. Uh, I still, I mean, I had an okay time playing it. I mean, I played with UJP. Like the, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, to, it's I, fun. It's fun I to run around fun and shoot time. stuff. But it would definitely the thing is, is that this is this is Battlefield. This is this is a flagship franchise, and I think a lot of us were hoping that 2042 was going to be that big step forward. Um, that I mean, let's be honest. Like Battlefield Five has come a long way. It's 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 actually pretty good. I don't like historical shooters, so I've never really got into it. But I was really hoping that we were going to see all the stuff that they kind of learned from that, kind of make an appearance here. And instead, we got like not so great systems. The spec spec operator thing is just it's weird and doesn't fit well and it's just, in a lot of ways, it's just super, super disappointing. Yeah. We'll see what happens with it. I, 
if they go and continue to make a battlefield every year, I really wonder what the next one's going to be. And I think that goes for COD as well. Like most of the big AAA shooters that have uh, yearly releases had a bad year. I think Vanguard is regarded as like one of the, the not so great call of duties uh in recent and what years. was even weirder is like especially for battlefield like all the, the like a lot of it was not just because the, the game was was bad like a lot of it was decisions like the spec system the spec system is just weird with the specialists the fact that they took away the scoreboard and then tried to justify it like yeah, the scoreboard anyone who plays weird. battlefield all the time like even if you don't want you, don't, you just don't hit tab if you don't want it why would you not give players the option like there's just so many things about it where it's like what were you guys thinking like, yeah. it's just it's just not good like these are not good decisions um very very weird very strange yep uh my biggest disappointment of 2021 is is not a game which is maybe like i said where i think i got these two categories a little bit confused because i actually put a game uh for the industry fell of the year and for this i put more of a theme uh, i think it could be anything i yeah, think you're fine yeah. okay i feel right. the same way cool cool i appreciate the support i do um, i do take umbrage with games i wish i played and co actually played it, but you know, <laughs> well, nitpicking. That's, look, that's for as, future as far episodes. as I'm concerned, you can <laughs> it off. So that's, I mean, you know, to counter your argument. <laughs> Jesus, guys, can I can I talk about my biggest? Guys, guys, can I talk about my biggest disappointment? I okay, I know he muted it to you guys, but I heard what he said, and it oh oh co oh that was awful. I didn't know Jesus. you could be so foul. Jeez. I'm kind of impressed. I say I'm a little aroused. Sweetie. I do. Yeah. It's 2022. New year, new car. Talk dirty to me, daddy. Uh, so yeah, my, my biggest disappointment was a thing. I think last year we ended the year uh, with Alex coming out. Half-Life Alex coming out. We were like, fuck yeah, oh. let's go. Let's VR. Great. Let's see more of these. I couldn't name a VR game that came out this year. I don't like, I've, uh, I don't know if that's oh, a, yeah, a situation of uh, like the COVID coming into it with like chip shortage and the hardware is just not there. So the people just don't have an interest in like, that's a great one. Uh, making a, great one. a game, but like I'm playing Resident Evil 7 VR one hour a month right now. I'm enjoying <laughs> the aspects of the game as much as one can. Uh, and it's really just making me want a uh, another VR experience. I'm actually thinking of like setting up my index again, but the more that I think about it, and we talked about it yesterday on my stream, like I don't know what the fuck I would play. Apparently, they did a Skyrim uh, with Alex controls. They did a mod for that, yeah. and people said it's very good. Um, but modding Skyrim is a whole nother thing, so I don't know if I'd ever actually go back I'm actually very part. hopeful there apparently is a full production mod that's going to allow Cyberpunk to be played in VR, and I got to admit, just walking around that world could be kind of awesome. That might be good. Yeah. Also, can I just say how hilarious it was that when you said no good game has come out in VR that my chat erupted with RE4? It's already a game! You can't, that doesn't count! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just well, put it in they, VR. I mean, it could also, that could be part of the discussion, too, like the oculus gets all these fucking exclusives and now you have to have like a facebook account but did, i think they like went back and said that you don't okay. have to have a facebook account now or something like so just to give you a little bit of a dystopian here so the quest 2 it's fully contained which is cool yeah easier accessibility um you don't need sensors anywhere you don't need a computer it's literally fully contained but just to give you a, a little glance behind the, the the screen here there's a game uh, i can't remember the name of it offhand there's a game that was in VR on the index and all the other headsets, and it was very highly reviewed. Well, then it was apparently bought by Oculus, 
or it was made for Oculus. And because the hardware is so much worse in the Quest, they updated the game with a downgrade to the graphics so it could run on the Quest. And all the reviews plummeted because they were like, we can't even get the good graphics back. Like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing? Wow. Like, they completely downgraded the game to be used on the Quest. Um, I think it was Onward. Yeah, Chad's saying it's Onward. So just to give you an idea, like, it's very clear that the Quest is, is might be cool and stuff, but they don't care about VR. They just want you to use their stuff. Like, they yeah. be real. That's so, wild. Yeah, I didn't, kind of unfortunate. Kind of unfortunate. I hadn't heard back. about that. Yeah. So yeah, give me uh, let's get some more VR games. Twenty twenty two. Let's uh, get we them need, out. Do we need Half Life Alex too? Like we, we yeah, hundred percent. Just oh, make man, another one of those. Super simple. You know, you got the engine. Make another experience. I want another uh, uh, Resident Evil. Another Astrobot. Like there's some. I mean, there's some good titles like yeah that uh, you could definitely make out of that, but. Also, I don't know if like because I didn't play Alex, and that was like I thought the you only. Did. No, I oh I did. You're right, I did. I played it for a little bit, and then I stopped playing it uh, because of. Why did you get the index? Yes, the index. And then I got that's that's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. I got the index and didn't ever pick up Alex again. Ah. I have not used that index yet. I was so excited about it, but I had to wait so fucking long for it. Yeah, the, like, the index was waned. back like backed up. For months and months, like I think I had it on hold or a reserved index for I want to say over a year, but I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, Alex hopefully, I mean, they're, they're still debbing it, and and you know, hopefully, we'll see more and more stuff come this year. There, there are a few titles this year that should be interesting, but they're not until like mid and late. So, yeah. hopefully, we won't be seeing this two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will see. We'll see. Next category. Favorite multiplayer game. Let's go to the community here real quick. See what they voted for. Halo Infinite. You know, I can yeah. see I, that makes a lot of sense. I wonder what yep. the, Barry will, will send me the percentages here in just a second. Oh, well, without even co-op in the main campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Could you? I, I wonder how much more of a splash that game would have made if it did launch with like, you know, the Halo mainstays of, of Forge and co-op as well at the same time. I wonder if it would have done a lot big. bigger. Big. It's also free to play, so that, that probably matters. This was 32% of the vote from the community. Wow. So wow. Pretty, pretty, pretty overwhelming. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see y'all's. Uh I'll go first because I haven't gone first yet. Uh this one for me was uh it I've always kind of been on the edge of uh wanting to take a deep dive into uh this style of game. And never really just done it because they were never really approachable. Uh, and I was always just honestly bad at them. Uh, and so when this came out, and I want to say it came out like at the beginning of last year, or at least the beta. It was pretty early on. Um, I jumped in and I found a character that was like pretty easy uh, to play, I guess. And I attached uh, attached myself to that and I kind of just wrote it all the way out and, and continued to play for quite a long time. Uh, if you watch the stream, I think you know what this is already. Guilty Gear Mega Strive. Fisto. Yeah, it's a little Mega Fisto. It's a little uh, Totsugeki. So that one was a no-brainer for me. Uh, definitely favorite multiplayer of the uh, of the year. Co, what was yours? Mine was a game that you know I I'm mostly uh, a lone wolf. I'm a solo player. Um, I very rarely do a lot of co-op stuff and even multiplayer stuff generally. But there was a game that came along 
that re-inspired some of the, 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 the fun that I had when I first started streaming. Um, I had a great time with it. We ended up playing giant community games in it. And frankly, it was, it was a blast. And I do need to return to it at some point because I just always have fun playing it. My favorite multiplayer game was Chivalry 2. Oh, right. Yeah. Duh. That makes sense. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. <laughs> Zeke, this one I'm actually, like Co, I'm interested because uh, he doesn't play that many multiplayer games. I don't even know if you know what multiplayer means. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the funny thing is be I was just going to bring that up because the game that I'm I'm going to uh, describe is, is, is no more than two players. It's multiplayer, but only two people. Oh, okay. And okay. it's because the multiplayer game that I would have chosen would be Team Fight Tactics, but that's from 2018. Sure. Something? Yeah. 2019, something like that, uh, because I played a ton of that. But I didn't play a lot of multiplayer games, but the one I had the most fun with, playing with my mod, Scott, it takes two. One could say it I, takes two people, you know? Yeah. yeah. It takes two. And yeah. I, I, that's why I said multiplayer, like, does it mean more than two? Because you could be argued, I would I would concede that like the the spirit of multiplayer means more than two people, but eh. Guilty Gear only has two people at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah, that you're yeah. exactly one right. on one kind of thing. So yeah, I guess it counts. And I I really I enjoyed my I enjoyed playing it, and I enjoyed playing it with uh, with Scott. And it was a it's a really clever game, really beautiful to look at. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I. I all, all, all the things have been said about it. You know what it takes to it. It's a game of the year or the game awards. So, yeah. But yeah, I didn't play a lot of multiplayer. I had to go through it and, and I couldn't come up with a bunch. And I, most of the games that I multiplayered were with you assholes. Yeah, you know? like, that's true. We usually do. I, I, I could have said yeah. GTFO, but like I played like two hours of it. Oh, you mean trying to pre-order Elden Ring Simulator? That was a real <laughs> Yeah, exactly. One. Yeah. <laughs> gtfo might have won yeah. if, we, if i would have spent a day with it you know yeah yeah i actually, mario golf this it takes two uh almost went up on games we wish we played because i didn't finish it we got about 60 70 percent of the way through um but yeah. yeah oh uh someone said surprised i didn't pick valheim valheim still early uh, access was, was not done was <clears throat> yeah I think it counts, doesn't it? It doesn't count. You're good. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually uh, thought about that too, and then it was like, oh yeah, we can't. We, we did the, we decided these categories got to oh, be okay. out. Got to be out in 2021. Yeah. Well, it was, it, it was in consideration for me. We'll Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. It, it was in consideration for me, but it takes two edge it out just because, like, it. I, I appreciate that it had a, a beginning, middle, end, a concise story, well constructed, all that kind of shit. So. Yeah. Anyway. Next one, favorite DLC expansion. Let's go to the community. Is I think this one will be pretty simple. I think everyone, yeah, Endwalker. I, that's not a big surprise. I'm curious, actually, Barry, what the percentage on this was because I would think it's probably going to be pretty high. Uh, we'll yes. wait for that. I would say forty plus, forty percent plus. I would say sixty nine. That's a, you. You might not be off. Also nice. Also nice uh he's typing it to me now also just reveal this i don't need to say anything that should be a shoe in and walker 64 yeah. percent of the vote <laughs> damn yeah. yeah yeah almost so, nice that makes JP, sense. go ahead yeah uh, i mean oh you're you want me to reveal it 
Yeah, I don't. That one. I mean, I don't even. I here's the thing. I it's not fair calling him expansion. That's what it comes down to. This is it's better <laughs> yeah. than a sixty dollar game in most yeah. cases. Like yeah. the the whole package, the amount of production and passion behind it. Like it, it's an expansion. You, sure, you can technically call it that. But let's be real. It's it rivals AAA games in every way, shape, and form. So yeah. now remind me, do you have to pay for this? Probably it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a sixty dollar. Sixty dollar. Okay. I don't know how much this game is, to be honest. I don't know. 40, 50, some it's it's an amount of dollars. Probably more. I was just wondering 30. if it came with your your subscription. Your, your money no, you money. have to buy it okay. on top of the stuff. You okay. absolutely have to buy it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was in 40 bucks. <clears throat> we'll probably be talking about this one a lot. So and co kind of said everything. Um and it's funny that it'll probably get mentioned a decent amount here. And uh, if you're wanting to jump in for the first time, you can't. So we're not going to sell it to you. Uh, <laughs> neither are they. <laughs> uh, Zeke, what was your uh, favorite DLC slash expansion of 2021? Well, since I didn't play Endwalker, so don't like, <laughs> don't yell at me because I didn't fucking play a game, please. But uh, the the DLC and expansion that I did play and and was just as good as I hoped it would be. Uh, Outer Wilds, Echo of the Eye, Echoes of the Eye. Great one. Um, holy shit. Like, I went into it first couple hours. I was like, you guys fucked up. You guys <laughs> fucked up. None of this makes sense. Like, none of this fucking ties in. I don't understand. Like, what, what were you thinking? And then, like, there was that moment where, like, oh, you. <laughs> you know? Like, it, it all just, like, <laughs> and it was amazing. I absolutely loved it. It's one of those Outer Wilds was my game of the year when it when it was released, and uh, th- it was an excellent, excellent expansion. And that's why, I, like, I hope, I hope people like <laughs> who like Outer Wilds, and maybe are a little like start off a little bit wary of this when they play it for a little bit. Like, don't worry. First thing I tell you, like, don't worry. It, it's worth it. It'll make sense. There and it's, it was. And it, what it did, it's great. And I absolutely cannot recommend it. Uh, I don't I like. Yeah, that's that. Uh, no, it's great. Okay, that's all. All right. <laughs> uh, that was the second. Uh, that was the runner-up. Six percent of the vote, and then uh, Final Fantasy VII Integrated Intermission Yuffie was six percent. Three percent of the vote. Yeah. Third. Sixty-four percent of the vote, and then in second place with six <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Favorite writing. Let's go over to the community vote here. Okay, and Walker. Oh, did I say abs- I meant absolutely cannot recommend it enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was misunderstood. And Walker for yeah. the community vote here. And I think I'm going to say this now because we're about two votes in and this is going to happen a lot. So Endwalker shows up on a lot of the community votes in terms of that you could vote for it. Uh, one of my mods uh, got pestered so much by people <laughs> that he just said, apparently, fuck it. And told uh, the person in charge to just allow it to be voted on. Uh, and didn't talk with any of the other mods. And it's probably going to pop up a lot in this type of stuff. Uh, from the community favorite sound design, design. Endwalker. Favorite music, Endwalker. Favorite <laughs> yeah. art style, Endwalker. Favorite gameplay, Endwalker. Oh, no, no, Best no, no. game that's not Final <laughs> Fantasy franchise, Endwalker. <laughs> It'll probably be Wait there. a minute. I will say this, Did though. you read <laughs> uh, Barry just sent me the percentages. This one was only 33% of the vote. Okay, good. Um, and I think we'll, uh, we'll go back to 
hard <coughs> and uh, throw this in. Zeke, why don't you start off? You bet. Uh, this was, a, like, best writing. Now, it says we, we change the category from narrative to writing. Now, narrative is, strikes me as a concise story, like the best story. Best writing, though, does not necessarily mean it's the most engrossing story. It's just the writing of the lines and the dialogue and all that stuff was just spot on. So, with that in mind, my favorite writing of the year, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Awesome. Fan. A good pick. A good pick. Change the category <laughs> specifically so that would fit in. Absolutely. And, yeah. and that's very much, yeah. 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 I, everything Zeke said echoed. Yeah. It, fantastic writing, for sure. For Come. something that is not only AAA, but it's also, you know, MCU, Mar or not MCU, but Marvel related. Yeah. To surprise me as much as that did with how good it was, but also how, how, uh, how, uh, faithful it is to the characters within the game how how you would think they would talk act behave all that stuff it was very surprising and and i'm so glad i gave it a, a chance because i would have written it off i totally would have been like eh, i think everyone i mean fucking after, marvel game after that e3 showing i think everyone was scratching their fucking heads like why does this game oh, for sure. even oh, yeah. need to be made i turned down the sponsorship after the e3 show yeah it I was, was like i was going into it like well i'm a marvel fanboy so i gotta press play here but like yeah uh and then it turned out to be awesome so uh incredibly pleasantly surprising yeah, I think we all were. Co, I think I know what your favorite writing is, uh, but I'll let well, you I mean, say the words. Go ahead and yeah, just pop it in. Yeah. That's what Obviously I thought. Obviously Pathfinder. That's what I thought. Uh, Pathfinder yeah. is <laughs> is probably one of the most well-written games I've played in a long time. They ha It has incredibly meaningful characters. It has fantastic side quests. The main story was incredible. Uh, it was multi-layered. It had twists. It had turns. It was, it was very fun the entire time. And I mean... It, it's it's one of the only times I, I got fatigue in this game. I got fatigue in this game because of how long it was. But here's what's crazy. It wasn't because I was tired of it. It was because there was so much of it that I enjoyed and loved. I just kept going and kept going and kept going. Like it just, it was, it was, it was like eating too much pizza. You know, it's like you love it the entire time, but there's just so much of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it beginning to end. The psych, the side quests were amazing. There were no, numerous times in the game where like i was just like so much emotion was going on and you know gives you goosebumps and stuff it was just phenomenal so i i highly recommend it and it should be a must play for any rpg so was that a hundred percent for you because i i know you uh, played this game for like a massive amount of time i pretty much did everything you can do in one okay. run all right um there there are were just a few things i i didn't do as i got closer to the end um but one important thing to mention is i did everything you could do in one run Oh. Uh, the way the game is designed is they can be drastically different runs depending on how you play the game not only your alignment but just down to like there, there's this really cool system where it's like you pick your you pick your class in your party and that's kind of like st standard traditional stuff but then in the game there's this thing called a mythic class and that is this like this class that sits on top of your normal rpg class and depending on what class you pick there and there's what chat seven eight nine of them they can all dramatically change how the game goes. I mean, there's ones like Demon. There's one called Swarms That Walks. And that's basically, you're just like a giant swarm of locusts and flies. Can't even have party members with that one. Like, you have to play solo. <laughs> like, it's crazy. That's and there's, there's evil ones. That's like there's million ants from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Dude, there's one called Ion, where you are the 
physical manifestation of neutrality and law. So that obviously in a game like this would completely change what happens. Um, it's it's super, super cool. And the fact that they actually made it all work in one game is like Hellcat is is in our industry, like top of their form RPG makers. It is baffling how much it, it all worked. And surprisingly, it worked pretty well off release. Um, Kingmaker was a mess on release. Wrath of the Righteous had problems. Don't get me wrong, but nothing like Kingmaker. They've come a long way. Mm. If this is any indication, I put 150 hours into Pathfinder. And I have seven out of 65 achievements. <laughs> yep. Holy shit. Yeah. Man. I, w- I will it say. It got too big of a slog for me. I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. But like, I played it, it for a good long while. It, they like there's there's a couple points in the story where it's like they could have ended the game here like it could have <laughs> been two games they really they really have like the amount of of sheer content in wrath of the righteous is staggering that's crazy um it is it is wild and what's even crazier is it actually has like a crazy cool conclusion at the end depending on which path you go so yeah really cool my only like uh parallel that i can even draw to that uh, and it's half its size is Persona 5 Royale. And to think, like, if I was playing Persona 5 Royale, finished that game, and it was, like, half the game, I'd be like, no, no, you did good. We don't imagine <laughs> if you could play... We don't a good way to think now. about it is imagine <laughs> if you could play Persona 5 Royale and, like, play a different character. So it'd be like everything would be God. different. Yeah. And it would be the same game, but, like, so many things... Every Like, all interactions would be different. Everyone would be different. Like, yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's yeah. Crazy. That's a big game. That's a big game. Let us move on to the next category. Favorite art style. We'll jump over to the community vote here. Now, this one I don't think is going to be Final Fantasy, but I don't know. Let's see what we got. Okay, Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Hey, good day. That makes sense. That makes sense. 13% of the vote. Oh, that means that it was a lot of different uh, opinions. That's 13. Yeah, man. Yeah, 13% of the vote. We'll go back yep. over here. Uh, Zeke, you seemed excited about that one. Perhaps why? What was your uh, favorite art <laughs> style of 2021? It was not Psychonauts 2. Oh, uh, but fantastic. it was Psychonauts 2 was definitely in the top three considerations. But my favorite art style this year, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Oh, that pick. was yeah. amazingly well done. Yeah. The, I forgot the, you had played the, that like this past month. Yeah, the size, the scope, like everything, like this, like the, everything was so well done and so well rendered. Uh, graphically, it it was a feast for the eyes, and I hate to say that because it's such a cliche phrase, but it was a feast for the eyes the entire way through. Like there was never a point that I was in some place that was like you know like a Gears of War like gray and brown and you know like meh. everything popped in that game, and yeah. it was like. And it was, it was so fun to just look at. And sometimes, like, it, it was one of those one of those games that you, I just stopped and I was like, and I just, like, panned the camera. I was like, wow. You know? It was stunning. Very, very well done. I agree. Actually. Yeah. I think that and, uh, and, like, Demon's Souls, if those are the two games that, if that's the future of what PS5 and what games are going to look like on a console, like, fucking let's go. Like sign me up. I can I can play from my couch. Like, <laughs> yeah, awesome. Those this games are just phenomenal. Phenomenal looking. Uh art style co, what was yours? Uh for me, this game really stood out. 
I I thought you know it was kind of tough. When, here here's how the way it worked for me. I played a lot of games this year. Um, not you know not too many of them were like really stand out in terms of the art style. But this game, I played through it beginning to end. I enjoyed it the whole time. And compared to other games, I'm like, not only is this game beautiful, um, but there's no question out of all the games, that's the one that I walked away from and was like, that looked really cool. Especially some of the creativity involved in some of the levels, which was crazy. I'm with you, There Jack. you go. Psychonauts, Psychonauts too. too. I figured that uh, would it, pop it, up there, here. There were a lot of pretty games, but this was the one where I finished and it's like I'm never gonna forget how that game looked. Like they, especially like the levels with uh, with the Jack Black character and everything. Like you pan around and look at those levels; they are wild, they are beautiful, they are super creative. Like it, it's it's just it's it's really cool. Yeah. Um. Very very much highly recommend it, and it's a great game. Awesome. Uh, that was 13 percent of the community vote, as well as yours, uh, Kina uh, or Kenna Bridge of Spirits. I forgot which way that is. 10 percent of the vote. And uh, in third place with 5% of the vote and also my choice, I feel like this is the second wave of this. Uh, I mean, it's definitely the second type of game we've seen with it uh, out of that series. But if you didn't play uh, Exerd, you played Strive for the first time and you were just blown oh, yeah. away by the graphics in that game. You you would often Pretty forget well. that you're playing a f or you would forget that you're playing a game that looks that good and a round would end and then it would do its like weird 2D to 3D transition. You're like, oh, Jesus christ this is a gorgeous looking game uh and and the characters are like beautifully uh rendered and uh, just is phenomenal from top to bottom when it comes to that i'll never forget the first time i saw guilty gear strive gameplay i thought it was actually like pre i thought it was pre-created footage yeah i thought it looked like an anime episode where with health bars essentially like it's crazy how cool that game looks it's such a unique yeah, yeah, it is definitely uh, definitely one out there that if you haven't seen it yet, go watch some some footage of it and try to get it in 4K because it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Uh, we'll do the community vote at the end of this one to switch it up a little bit, and I'll uh, I'll start here. Favorite music uh, for this year, um, I think, is a goof. A lot of times, uh, the internet and myself and creators and pretty much everyone likes to say uh, for a lot of game companies that you buy a uh, you buy a soundtrack and you get a game with it. Uh, I think that this might be one of the truest instances of that in video games, at least for me. It does defy our rules, but I got to say, mm. Endwalker, again, had the best music of the year. Like, the, the it, it continues to create, uh, Soken continues to create different tracks that it's like, well, I'm going to listen to that for thousands of hours. Uh, Go ahead, JP. And, yeah. It, and it, it not only is it just good music, it's thematically uh applicable to the the instances that you're hearing it the way that he like remixes a song 30 different times during the fucking campaign and every single time he does it it's still phenomenal and it elevates every experience of the game it's insane and it's there's nothing like that in video games in my opinion uh soken is uh on the level of john williams uh, in terms of creation of music and maybe even per surpassed him in terms of his just breadth of work at this point. It's insane. Like, it's really grandiose. I will talk about it at that level all day. Um, yeah. Why, but, why is everybody saying Zeke save us? I saw that in a few different chats. Because it's not Endwalker. But yeah, just real oh. quick to add, to before we go to Zeke, just to, I echo everything JP said about it. I mean, it's so rare you get a game with so many different types and themes and genres 
yet they all just work so absolutely well together. They they deliver an entire side of the game on their own. Yeah. And you know it's good by the time you get towards the end of the game that almost every song you're hearing at that point, you're humming along to. You know, the second it's done, you're still humming it. Um, the progression of the music in the dungeons is like it's it's there's a huge amount of passion behind that music and it bleeds through every time you hear the track yeah was there enough law and he in there there wasn't really like a not really uh, yeah there wasn't really a law he this year or th this not a lot of vocals i mean there, there were there were not a lot i should say not a lot of iconic vocals like there yeah. there were there were definitely a lot of, of very interesting music and a lot of interesting vocals and stuff but i feel like there wasn't really a a, a law he this time i will say there's mm -hmm. a lot of big fat tacos zeke that's probably uh, that's probably the Lahi of Endwalker. But nice. Yeah. The other uh, there was that one zone where that music was way too hype for like a solid five hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I will also state I almost put Strive here, but the reason I didn't put Strive is because I had not played uh, Guilty Gear Exerd, but I had listened to the soundtrack for that. And if you've been on a couple drop frames this year. You've also heard me play that soundtrack. That is like phenomenal music that I will listen to for the rest of my life, but it didn't come out this year. It strived it. Strive had like good music, but Exerd's fucking soundtrack is just phenomenal in comparison. So, uh, Zeke, for you, your favorite music. Uh, a lot of people like have been, have been guessing maybe Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff, but that's it seems kind of cheap there's a there, there's a few <laughs> new songs but like made for the game by the the in-game band yeah uh star lord or whatever but like they they were okay they were good but i felt like making an os like a, or uh, my favorite music classic 80s songs 70s and 80s songs that i enjoy like yeah it seems like a cop-out like i can't see yeah. that yeah i wanted great. something like it seemed like it would be something new for me, and uh, this is a game that I don't. Neither of you play, but it, the game was okay. The game was good, but the soundtrack I've been listening to it over and over again, and it's "Fights in Tight Spaces." This the OST oh. for "Fights in Tight Spaces" by Nervous Test Pilot uh, is the name of the uh, the artist, and it's just banger after banger after banger uh, of just like great. Uh, EDM, atmospheric, emotional, uh, yeah, just really, really good. And I list, I've, I've listened to it a lot. Yeah. Um, the there's a couple of runners up because you know I'm a, I, I'm a huge like music uh, is something that will always make a good game excellent. And uh, the Ascent was also uh, in the running. Fucking great OST from the Ascent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots lots of good games in the running, but this one for my for me personally. I've listened to this like on repeat for many a stream. <laughs> yeah. Does it, when you yeah. buy that game, does it come with soundtrack on steam for those the people that want no, to it, you can't, you can, you can buy it bundled. Oh, okay. You can buy it bundled. There you go. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. cool. Uh, ascent, was that, just to, for reference, ascent, I almost put ascent there. Like I, I ascent the entire time I was bopping my head. Every time I get to new music, I'm like, that was this good. Is, yeah. This is, this is good too. Like it, it did a really good job. I really fit yeah. the world. Like it was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, the ascent artist, by the way, Sweet Justice, great name. <laughs> nice, that's a good name. Uh, let's see what the community voted for favorite music. 
Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker. Uh, 32% of the vo uh, vote there, 17% for uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and then 7% for Near Replicant, uh, which was, I guess, uh, a remake, but also still very good music. Uh, Square Enix, uh, taking all three from the community there, if you think about it, uh, with Endwalker, Guardians, and then Near. So, interesting. Uh, let's go to sound design. Barry, that might have been a bug. a tough one for me. Uh, this one, it was tough, but the second that <gasps> I thought about it, it immediately was like, oh, yeah, of course, that's it. That's where I went. I guess since I'm talking about it, I'll, I'll reveal mine. Uh, this was the one where um, I think it added to the game. There was different noises in this game that I had to actually, like, listen to to make sure what I was hearing uh, <laughs> was actually from the game and not, I don't know, a glitch or something uh it was definitely otherworldly they nailed it i think all the different um items in the game that you can pick up all sound so unique um and not not even talking about the actual bosses and, and all that type of stuff uh it was definitely runner up for music as well in a couple of cases at least one of the bosses uh but for me returnal uh was my favorite sound design of uh 2021 go ahead absolutely man i echo yeah. everything you said dude it was phenomenally well done audio wise just everything and the thing that and it may seem like very small but the thing that always comes back to me is the fucking rain yeah I'm just standing in the rain and just hearing it and feeling like closing your eyes and feeling like you're actually in like a drizzle it was it gives me chills like thinking about it it's great yeah that one, the the organ boss fight, uh, the the water dude, whatever I forgot the name of the boss, the third boss, second boss, something like that. Uh, that almost made it eligible oh, for favorite music. Music boss. Me. Yeah, yeah, the music boss. It was it was mm. Hyperion. There you go. Uh, Hyperion. Ah, was just great. that shit. It was so good. Ooh, it was so good. <laughs> Even though when I played it, I had a giant sound glitch on that boss that I actually ripped my headphones off because it just peaked all my volume at like a thousand percent. Yep. Scared the shit out of me. Anyways, Co, what was your uh, favorite sound hey, design of 2021? Here's the thing. This this is going to become, this is going to be a huge surprise. Uh-oh. Uh, now, first of all, I do want to state that Returnal's awesome. Um, I There were a lot of incredibly cool things in Returnal. I completely see why it would deserve a win here in this category. When I played what I played, I was routinely not only surprised by the types of sound they were using, but there were a few times when the balancing and everything was exceptionally cool. This entire, this entire sequence from beginning to end of this, I feel did sound incredibly well. When you mix that with the fact that it already has so many unique and interesting sounds in it already, it definitely... I remember finishing that, and one of the things I remember was how cool a lot of it actually sounded. My favorite sound design was the new war from Warframe. Oh, I haven't played that there yet. There are some incredibly cool scenes when you're in battle, when things are going on around you, and, and everything in that game is unique and its own. So the, the, the design and the setup and, and how they came about and did it, like it sounds alien, it fits, it's well-balanced, it's super, super cool. And I have to say that when I was done, especially after what's super cool about the new war is you pay you play you actually play a bunch of different characters that aren't your war spoilers, but like they they do this really cool thing where you're you're constantly going through different situations as different characters. 
and each one has like its own entire environment that follows it and a big part of it is the sound and they did a fantastic job with it uh, i don't like the way this is going can you switch mine and co's answer so i'm the i'm the outlier <laughs> <laughs> can i be the weird one again i don't like this i don't like this new world we're living in <laughs> no no we're, this is not new world this uh, that okay came, that... Okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. How was that not the biggest disappointment and or industry fail now that I like how did New World not even Because none of us played it? Yeah. I put I like played it for 70 like hours. hours into that game. What are you talking about? That was all a dream, JP. That never happened. I mean, I like to say that it was. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was well, a nightmare. It, wasn't it a, like a delayed disappointment? Like it was like it right was, off the bat, it was, like, you're everybody right. was like, yay, and then you're they right. fucked it all up. You're right. It was a little bit of a delay. I could, I could have. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I think it was, I think it was a new world was a huge disappointment if you expected it to be the next big thing. So right. it's, it's all about expectations. Like I remember when you, when specifically when you were playing New World, I think at one point I even asked you, like, you know, how are you enjoying it? And your answer was not, oh, it's the next big thing. It's amazing. It's awesome. You're just like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of having fun. Yeah, day one or two. It's like, yeah, you know, like kind of okay. you, you, you had no big expectations, <laughs> so you didn't have a lot of fails. Um, I definitely have talked to some people that were really hoping it was going to be the next big thing. And they were just like, oh, dude, I, I was forced out, essentially. Yeah. Like, it just became too much. Like, I tried to put up with it, and it became too much. I will also say, I've talked to people that, like, that's their game of the year. So, uh, <laughs> Even now? <laughs> Even now. Uh, people still play it nonstop. Yeah. Uh, people, for whatever reason, are super huge fans of that. So hey, more power to them, dude. Yeah, Glad they're having fun. That's what I that's that was my Glad response. they're having fun. And then I immediately blocked them and I will never talk to that person again. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> well, they outed themselves. Terrible. You know, they, yeah, they, they outed themselves what kind of people for bad they opinions. <laughs> You're boring uh, and you have bad opinions. I don't want to associate with you. There uh, we have uh, a mutual friend, uh Dr. John, uh, who visits my stream nonstop and I always rev him about New World because he, he loved that game. And me and Strippin just like cold turkey quit. And he kept playing. And I was like, bro, why the fuck are you playing this game? It's so fucking bad. And we would just rib it to him for like a week afterwards. It was great. It was a good time. But luckily he moved on. I think he's getting ready for Lost Ark. And I think a lot of people are getting ready for Lost Ark. So uh, uh, did we do the community vote for this? For sound design, uh, real oh. quick, how do you check on Steam? Uh, how many people are playing at one time? You got to go to like Steam website. Spy. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, community vote favorite sound design uh, probably Returnal. Yeah, Returnal. There you go. That's why everyone in the chat. Great you one. can kind of tell when someone uh, picks the right choice when chat blows up. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, favorite character. Zeke, why don't you start us off here? We'll go. Actually, are you looking something up? You want Co to go first? Yeah, go ahead, Co. Uh, Co, go first. Yeah. Okay. So now this one was a tough one for me because I am an RPG player. I live in worlds with with hopefully interesting characters if I can. So I needed to kind of narrow this down a little bit. I mean, obviously there's there's fifty plus amazing characters in Pathfinder. You know, there's 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 a huge pool for me to pick from. So one of the things that I did to narrow this down is I just I decided for this character for my favorite character. It's which character did I feel to me made the most impact from the course of the story? Like what, what game delivered me a character in the best way to where like I really felt that there was something going on? Uh, like the Warrior of Light. For, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> basically for me, when I started this, this game, not only was I not like super into it, like I didn't even know if I was going to finish it, 
but I went in going like, uh, you know, like, like when I, the first scene, I was kind of like, man, this isn't, this isn't my version of this guy. Like, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Sure enough, by the end of the adventure, I was like, not only am I on board with this, I want to see more of this. This was great. And the entire game just added into this character becoming one of, one of my favorite this year. My character was Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. And again, hey, nice for, for me, it was, it was very much because they, they did su- Idos Montreal did such an incredibly good job of adding range, of adding backstory, of adding just so much cool stuff in this, in, from all these different angles where like, I was, I'm a, I was a Chris Pratt guy. I knew I, the only, I actually, one of the few movies I've seen is Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. So I came into this being like, man, this isn't Chris Pratt. Like I, you know, and that's, that's my Star Lord. So it's going to be super weird seeing this dude. And by the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, this is my new Star Lord. Like this is Star Lord. I would agree now. with that. Like, I, I feel like this character was, was good enough to where it's like, sorry, Chris. Like, <laughs> like this is my new, like, this is my guy. Like this, this guy, he was awesome. He was great. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. And he was probably my favorite, one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Man, that, okay. That's a, that's, that might be one of the first uh, surprise uh, of the, of the day for me, especially from you, especially from all the other characters in that show. Yeah. I I thought, or from that game. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Pathfinder as well. Zeke. Uh, Zeke, what were you looking up before we move on? Oh, I was looking up uh, current players for uh, a new world. I think it's still doing right. In in the past 30 days, uh, it is number seven on the Steam charts, apparently. uh, Still doing right after Team Team Fortress 2 with 109,000 current players. Yeah, that's not bad. So, yeah, it's doing okay. It's not doing bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zeke, your character of the year? Real quick, for the record, my second was Camellia from Pathfinder. Ah, okay. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, My character is. Now, this is um, a well-beloved character, a character that's had many games under their belt. And uh, I, f- like, the part of me was like, are you, are you doing this because, you know, you might not be able to do it again? Uh, and I'm like, no, I don't think so. Like, the standout favorite character for me, the one I just love jumping into the shoes of, and watching run around Abe ah. on World Soulstorm. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Loved you, it. You did play a lot like of Oddworld this year. Yeah. Played a lot of that. Uh he's just he's so wonderfully he's he's adorable without being cutesy. He's uh he has personality with barely saying he barely like he doesn't have a whole bunch of lines, but you just love the guy and you root for him. He's an underdog. Uh, he has this fucking mouth sewn shut. Like <laughs> he's like a it, cute master it, chief. Yellow. He, he has so many things going against him, but also when uh, like when he's leading people out, like like lemmings, and they get squished, he'll laugh. Like he'll go <laughs> like when people like it's like hey, you died. You got mashed up by a rotate rota- rotating blade. <laughs> And you're like, 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 that's fucking dark, dude. But I, but you love him. You love him. Uh, and that's, yeah, my character of the year. Not because, like, I might not get another chance to vote for him, but because uh, there was a bunch of characters that I really enjoyed 
but he was the standout for sure. Awesome. Uh, so I'll start and say my character of the year is not from Final Fantasy, uh, which I think, for at least for my chat, it will be, it'll be somewhat of a surprise. Um, I swear to God, if it's the Dolphin Girl. It's the Dolphin Girl. So the reason it's the Dolphin Girl. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the reason that May was my game of the year. Or my, my game of the year. My favorite character of the year. Sorry. Uh, if I could give a single character named May game of the year, I probably would. I, so I actually thought a lot about this. Because in Final Fantasy, I'd be like, yeah, you know, it could be like Emmett. That's a really good character. But I literally sat on this stream and like got heated and into real arguments with people in chat about May <laughs> defending her <laughs> until the end of time about whatever. Uh, and I didn't do that with any other character. I bought fucking merch that has her that I'm wearing right now because of this goddamn character. Um, it's one of the things where I think in a fighting game, the more that you play a character, the more that you start to like really enjoy that character and you want to own become yours. Yeah. They become your character, right? You want to defend that character to the end of time. And you honestly have to defend that character till the end of time because fighting games, not only are they about fighting in the game, they're about fighting outside of the game when people are like, yeah, dude, the fucking maze bullshit. You just use that dolphin. He's just, it's fucking super. Yeah. I had that same argument about a thousand times. Uh, and I will still argue to this day uh, about May. So Barry, thank you for the little custom, uh, emote here in the, uh, in the selection, but yeah, favorite character was May was May it was, it came to my mind right out of the gate. So I like it. Uh, now I don't know how the community would actually handle this. Let's see. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Oh, that's that's ten of ten. Emmett. Yeah. This this was, it was right there. It was very close to it, without a doubt. Multiple times I said during the run, and I'll say it again right now. Possibly my favorite antagonist in any game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just incredible amount of depth. The the perspective shift was incredible. You get to see him through multiple times in his life with multiple different. uh, Yeah. Great, great selection. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, someone asked me what my second my second would be, and I thought about it, and it's, it's a weird choice, and it's not even really a character, so I don't know if it counts. But the the, the narrator from Breathed, oh yeah, a really happy narrator is like, and he talks about like it looks like this happened, and then and the the reading of that, the suit, it was the suit. That's right, the suit that talks to you. Yep. So it does count. It is in the game. Yeah. Uh, I, for, I totally forgot that it was the suit that was talking to you. Yeah. But it like reveals all this stuff and right off the bat. And it shows very matter of factly, this gruesome shit. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so that was 14% uh, from the community. Master Chief was 9%. Uh, and Lady Dimitrescu uh, from Resident Evil was 6% of the vote um, for favorite character of 2021 from the community. Favorite voice acting. Why is my. Why is. Why does it get shorter as we go forward? I think I, I it's because I listed the the person as the character in the game. I think that's yeah. why mine's longer here. I don't know. That's yeah. strange. That's I strange. mean, it's not real binary because real binary, like each each letter is, is right. Eight, yeah, eight characters, six characters, something like that. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'll I'll go first since I kind of already said how I listed it. Uh, for me, this was, um, 
if it wasn't this character, it was someone else in this game in terms of favorite voice acting. Um, we talked about it in the writing uh, of the year. I, I think that this game is the one that comes to mind for the most people, and it's some of the best dialogue in games, period, even going outside of transcending this year. Um, but if I really had to pinpoint a singular character, I was shocked when Ko uh, picked Star-Lord because for me, Drax uh, was the standout of that entire uh, that entire game. Uh, and the, the voice actor's name is David uh, Sobolov, uh, is who voiced Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I might have fucked up this category because I didn't do, like, one person. I did, like... Anyway. A game? It doesn't matter. Your voice yeah. nothing in a okay. game? That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Not okay. a big deal. Yeah, but this one is is definitely, like, the scenes in which Drax is, like, funny, that lands, and they're funny. The scenes in which he has to be, like, serious, uh... And, and in a lot of ways, it's not even him being serious. It's that the scene is serious, but the way that he delivers his lines is is still Drax, but it's just presented in a way that's like so fucking depressing to hear his story told in the way that Drax tells it with like very little emotion tied into that. Um, and I think in a lot of ways, uh, I forget, I'm blanking on the actor's name from the movie, but just like Co, uh, Chris Pratt is no longer Star-Lord for Co. David Sobolov is like Drax for me. He absolutely nailed uh, that entire character. Batista. Yeah, Batista. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, David. Yeah. And I think Batista's fantastic at Drax. But it's I, great. Uh, Mr. Sobolov definitely like put it up to another level for me. So. Well, the the difference between someone like uh, uh, David Sobolov and Batista, in my opinion, is that David Sobolov is a professional voice actor. I would imagine. Sure. Uh, yeah. And. Batista always struck me as now I don't know if you guys are movie movie files, but uh in Godfather there's a character named Luca Brazzi. And he was this just this big like I think I don't I think it was a boxer or a wrestler or something like that, kind of like Batista. Yeah. But he kept fucking up his lines and his lines were so robotic and just awful that Francis Ford Coppola was like, All right, we're gonna put in a scene where you're reading your lines before you talk to the Godfather, so your fucking robotic read of these <laughs> goddamn dialogue makes sense. Because they couldn't make him sound natural. That's smart. Yeah. And that's what it always struck, the Dave Batista always struck me as. It's like, it, he's good, but I don't know if that's on purpose. Right. I, I will say he's also just, I think he's, Dave Batista is actually a very good actor. Uh, he's in uh, Blade Runner, and he's fantastic. No, Blade Runner. Yeah. Turn my turn my attitude around a little bit. Yeah. He's also in Dune again, and yeah, all that stuff. Not a lot of emotion in Blade Runner. It was all very somber. Very true. So, very true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, uh, Co, your uh favorite sure. voice acting of the year. Uh like very similar to what I said about characters. Like there's a lot of a lot of great voice acting. Um my my of course honorable mention is one that I think a lot of people probably expected me to do because he is one of my favorite voice actors in general. And he did do a phenomenal job as Yagami in in um in Lost Judgment. But my actual favorite voice acting this year was one where not only did every time this character talk, I felt kind of like smiling because of how much I feel like it fit what was going on, but he had some of the best back and forth with the other protagonist in slash antagonist in the game that every time it came up, I was 
engaged with it. I loved hearing it. And it just kept on being more and more engaging and entertaining all the way to the end. My favorite voice acting this time in a single role was Jason Kelly in Deathloop. I thought he did a phenomenal job when that came up in the Game Awards. I thought he was a shoe in yeah. frankly. Uh, both him and the, his, his counterpart, uh, the, the, the girl in the situation, the lady, they did a phenomenal job. It was one of the best parts of Deathloop, um, by far, in my opinion. They, they absolutely nailed it, taking them to be the two leads. So I thought he did a fantastic job. I thought he did a good, good one. And um, yeah, he, he, did, he did great. Yeah. On the high points of the game. Having not even played that game, watched probably four or five hours of it on Twitch. Uh, in those four to five hours, the star of it was their dialogue. Their like banter back and forth. Uh, it Every always, time it you landed. enter a zone, yeah. first thing I would be is like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. They're like, like, <laughs> like they're going to have their little thing. Here yeah. we go. Yeah, it was great. Oh, man. It was great to, to listen to. I didn't even play the game. Uh, Zeke, what was your game that consisted of your favorite <laughs> voice acting of 2021? Well, that's, a, that's the thing. Like, uh, Deathloop was fantastic, uh, and if I don't know, if, and I don't, I don't know if it would have counted, but I didn't consider it because it was considered last year Disco Elysium, so I wasn't sure if that was going to be a viable choice or you know uh, an allowed choice because that would have definitely been in contention. Mm. But uh, I didn't pick a single thing. I picked an entire game, Lost Judgment. Um, and the reason why I picked that, because I thought the category was, because it wasn't fo favorite voice actor, it was favorite voice acting. Sure. The reason why I picked it is because as a whole, I think, uh, all the way around in, and cause I played it halfway through in the original Japanese and halfway through in English. And it is it, like I said, okay. Having played lost judgment in the original Japanese for the first half, uh, and the second half with the English dubs. I can safely say that uh, Ryu uh, Gogotoku, Gogotoku voice acting and localization team remain the gold standard that other games strive to attain. Um, amazing, like both. Like, not the feat of making something like a Japanese colloquialism make sense in English is a, is, is, is a hard mountain to climb. I mean, we've all experienced games with with English transla like translations that are lacking or don't make sense or they're missing words. This one is just fantastic all the way through. Every single person in it, um, whether they're like campy or hamming it up or they're being very, you know, straightforward and serious. So like, so very good. Uh, if I had to vote for a single voice actor, that would be a tough choice. Like I'd have to, I'd have to, like re-rack my brain and and come up with a single one but like this one was an easy category for me because i'm like oh voice acting as a whole oh lost judgment no problem death loop had standouts but as a whole it did it didn't quite measure up uh to lost judgment i want to throw out here that if i had treated the category like zeke it would have been a no-brainer for lost judgment mm. not only not only because i mean i had a tough time choosing between uh colt and and greg chun for the lead but the entire package of Lost Judgment is amazing. There's so many quality voice actors in that, and they all do such a great job. They deliver a really interesting, crazy, crazy deep narrative, and the entire time it's done well. Like there's just there's no bad voice actors, and it's a giant game, <laughs> so it's really impressive. Yeah, 
Uh, before we go on, I do want to point out something that chat pointed out to me and that it was not David Sobolov who voiced Drax in the game. David Sobolov is the voice actor for Drax in the animated series uh, that he is in. The voice actor for Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy, the game was Jason Cavalier. Uh, so that was on that, and that was not on Barry. That was on me, because uh, I sent him that name. I I did the googling, but I did not follow the Google trail. Um, so there you go. Hmm. It was not David Sobolov. It was Jason Cavalier. Also, he's got a cool last name. So shame on me. Yeah, it was a cool last name. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, um, I need uh, I need to give a public and very loud shout out to one of my community members, C Stringard. Uh, who not only makes makes wonderful uh, B-Ride back screens and, you know, mashups of games that I'm playing, but sent me a fucking Google Calendar with every game I played this year on it. Oh, nice. And I just, just out of, just did it last year, did it this year, like just out of the blue without asking. Like, That's great. I thought this might help. And I'm like, yes, it helps. Yeah. Holy shit. Like just out of the goodness of their heart. And I, I, I cannot be like, hey, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Yeah. I pulled up Sully Gnome for that and just hope that they still have that information. It did. But oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the community vote for favorite voice acting. I think this is probably going to be a game. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was in Walker. Yeah. You see what happens, Mod, who I'm not going to name when you break. The rules. <laughs> this is why there's structure. Moving on. Whatever. Nobody give a shit about the rules anymore. <laughs> Favorite moment. This one's always a little, uh, we, we talk about rules. I think that this one, uh, also mine is just super long again. Uh, this one's a little bit bendy in terms of the rules. So uh, Zeke, you, you ended, let's start with you. What was your favorite you moment in games in 2021? Also, uh, do we want to preface this with spoilers at all? Mine is not a spoiler, but I'm just I, this throwing whole that out show there. is a spoiler. Okay, I mean, I, no. I know I've said, yeah. Okay, it's, it's, okay. You have to assume that this is a spoiler cast. I think in a lot of ways. Okay. I mean, we're talking about like our favorite games and yeah. why they're our favorite games, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mine, mine with com completely without spoilers. Okay, uh, because it's more of an esoteric idea thing. But um, my favorite moment, uh, game in in a game of this year was i hinted at it before but was uh in outer wilds echoes of the eye when everything sank into place like in my brain i was like it, it all fits holy shit like that moment like once again like thinking about it, it just like gives me chills just like thinking about like how all the pieces fit together so perfectly when it seemed like such a fucking mess to start with you know it's it's a uh, um it's like one of those magic eye posters. You're like, what is this jumbled shitty thing? Like, I don't understand. And then it goes, whoop. Like, I, I've, I, I'm so bad at those. I think I've managed to see like two of them in my entire life. But when it happens, you're like, oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's what this game left me with, for sure. Or that's this awesome. expansion was, was that feeling of like, oh, shit, everything does fit together. Wow. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Outer Wilds, like, I can't, like, it, the core game plus the expansion, like, I, I know I gush about it, but it's because it, it might be like in my top 10 of all time. Dang. Like it's, yeah. Really, really good. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Co, yeah. your favorite moment of 2021. I, I put two 
Um, the first one I think is going to be pretty obvious. I mean, when you spend 300 hours setting up dominoes <laughs> and they all come crashing down, I literally spent the entire last half hour, um, like with, with, with teary eyes, uh, for the end of Endwalker. And I do have an honorable mention though. In fact, I put two on, on Barry. Okay. Uh, Can I or, show or two it? in my thing in Barry. Pick- yeah, go ahead and show it. I don't, I don't, I think you only put Endwalker up. Okay. Right. Yeah. The end of Endwalker was incredible. We've been saving, we've been saving up for that for so long. And like I said, the end of Endwalker was basically a conclusion of you could argue like four different games, yeah, um, all slamming together in one like catastrophically large like ending and moment. And it was it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. So g- working through that was really cool. However, I had another moment that that I say it was one of my favorite moments because. The, the way that it clicked for me was so cool and it turned this experience that I was doing. Like I, I started being absolutely terrible at it and I sat down and worked through it. Not only did it become awesome, but it became so awesome. I sat there playing it for like three more hours when I literally only had like 30 minutes of content to work with, but it was so much fun just playing it that I absolutely loved it. And funny enough, my honorable mention goes to a game called Sifu. I played ah. an early access of Sifu and it was so fun. Like, I can't wait for this game coming out. It is so rare for me to just sit down with something and just do it over and over and over and over and over and over. Like no story progression, no nothing else. Going back to square one every time, not a roguelite. It was just so much fun to play that I, I absolutely loved it. So in my thing, I submitted to Barry for favorite moment. I actually have Sifu and Endwalker finale in there my go. thing there. Um, I loved it. And honestly, I can't, I can't wait to play it, uh, next year. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. We are all looking forward to it at the beginning of Feb. Uh, for me, favorite moment, uh, is not final fantasy, uh, which is maybe a shocker to some people. Um, I'm shocked right now. I am actually shocked. It, it is, uh, it is a very personal moment to me and it did not happen on stream, but it did happen while I was playing a game. When I started playing guilty gear strive this year, it was one of man. I'm really like, bad at fighting games. And I saw that dolphin for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> I knew. <laughs> and then I bought a bunch of stuffed dolls. Um, but when I started playing Guilty Gear, I was awful. I, I've never been good at fighting games. And I set that uh, goal of I want to try and like set a goal that seems attainable and see if I can actually get there. That goal was Celestial and Guilty Gear Strive. I hit Guilty Gear Strive Celestial rank uh, off stream. And it was my wife came running downstairs because she thought I was hurt because I screamed so much. I recorded myself like doing this on the monitor and my hand was shaking. There was definitely tears involved with it. It was a very personal goal that I like set out to do. And I ended up hitting it. And it was just an incredible moment for me that I will like probably always remember. Uh, and I made sure to like have multiple copies of that recording because I wanted to be able to relive that type of stuff. Um, but I think that's like just the competitive uh, video game nerd in me that like finally was able to do it again, just kind of like it happened in Overwatch all those years ago. Um, and to be able to sit out as a complete idiot in this game and get to that level, uh, even if it was for like five minutes and then immediately <laughs> losing it right after that, it was still like, fuck yeah. I can do it, right? So that's why my favorite moment of the year was uh, making Celestial in, uh, in Guilty Gear. 
It was a, it was a great time. It was a fantastic time. And a huge so shout out to Justin Wong, are, by the way, for helping me and coaching me through all that. So those aren't ranks that you like, once you hit, you can't go lower than it's just, mm, Oh, so, you, Oh, you can go down. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. There's definitely okay. the plummet. <laughs> guilty gears ranking system is a little bit uh, obtuse, but it, it's definitely 10 floors. Six is the highest that you can rank into by default. And then you basically just have to continue winning and you'll eventually just get a rank up. And then once you get to floor 10, you get bumped up to celestial and celestial is the tip top or whatever. And once you're in celestial, you have to beat three out of five games or you get demoted back down. And so I oh, never, okay. I never actually like made celestial. I never did three out of five. The closest I got was, uh, two. I was right on the cusp and I ended up, that's it. That was the night I put the game down. Cause I was like, I'm getting way too fucking into this. I'm gonna break something. I gotta stop. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I got deranked. So I saw Celestial probably like 10 or 15 times after that. But the first time I did it, it was like a big moment for me. So yeah, it was a good time. Uh, Your stride consists of 10 floors. Naturally, the higher the floor, the more skilled the players there are. That's Yeah, I think you were the only one that sent Barry the little um, tidbits. I didn't didn't do that. I don't think Code did that as well. Uh, Community vote. Endwalker. (laughs) It's the Hades of 2021 is ultimately what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Biggest surprise for me, uh, this, I'll just go real quick. It's kind of hard. Seems it's guilty. Your stripe. Didn't think that I would, you know, didn't think that I would one, let alone play this game Two that. I would be as attached to it as I was three that I would start a fucking show around it. uh, And four that I would uh, be able to, uh, play as as well as i did regardless of character and all that type of stuff so yeah that was my biggest surprise of the year for 2021 and there was honestly a lot of surprises this year guild strive was the one that like came to my mind first off but i think there's a lot of stuff i'm interested to see what y'all's are uh here because there were some surprises in a good way there were some surprises in a bad way and there was just honestly some surprises zeke you've got a long one apparently over there uh with all your binary up top what was your biggest surprise of 2021 uh, my biggest surprise, 2021, it was a game that I was like, eh, eh uh, maybe I'll play it. Maybe I will. It's good. Eh, I don't know, man. I never got into those games. And I missed that boat. I missed the whole boat on those, all those duo games from the, the uh, late 90s and up into the mid 2000s. I don't know. I mean, it's, is, it, is it a kid's game? Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart fucking blew me away hmm. blew me away i had no idea how good this game was and i'm so so glad that i gave it a chance man um and the reason why like i get surprised a lot because i play a lot of you know indie game, a lot of unknowns and shit like that i get surprised by games you know coming across this this game came with a reputation or a, not a reputation but a history attached to it 17 games apparently i had no fucking idea there were that many yeah but like there was a shitload like i remember some of the names of them I was like oh up your arsenal clever i get it haha um but i never i never picked one up and then i picked this one i was like is this what i've been missing holy <laughs> shit this is good yeah you know like nothing ever like none of it ever like called out to me none no no jack and daxter no uh um ratchet and clank uh i always forget the other one um uh, Banjo Kazooie, like none of those, like 
really spoke to me ever. But enough people, I was influenced. Enough people were like, this is great. It's phenomenal. Blah, blah, blah. So glad I played it and so surprised at how just wonderfully fun and beautiful it was all the way through. Nice. Now, Cody, yours is short here. I can. I, can I guess? Or, Please. Is it Halo? No. Okay. I was going for short names there. I don't know what it is. Then go ahead. Similar, similar to what I said in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I felt like biggest surprise should be a a min max situation where when I went in with such low expectations and then came out with 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 like being very wild by it. And this particular game, I went in going, oh, it's going to be kind of cool. looks kind of fun. When I was done with it, I was like, this is one of the better games of this type I have played. I was engaged all the way to the end. I had a really good time with it. It was incredibly smooth and a good example of how these games should always be made. My biggest surprise was Chorus. Uh, Chorus was awesome. I had a great time with it. Not a lot of people played it. I had a, like, the, the gameplay is top notch. It's action, but it always feels good. Um, it's super slick. It's pretty. Uh, it's got like some cool, like semi-open world to it. It's just a really cool game. Um, I had a great time with it. I feel it deserves more recognition. And honestly, like with as much as I liked it when I was done with it, I, it, it really, really surprised me. Huh? What, what, uh, I know you've, I think we've talked about this on DF. What type of game is Chorus again? Chorus is a semi-open world space, arcade space game. So you basically, okay. it's, it's the game where you, like, the, the demo made it, it would look very much like a game called Everspace 2. Ah, uh, it's basically okay. a third-person, super arcade ship. You can, you can dodge That's left right. and right. Okay, I remember yeah, this yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's, it's, really, it's really a fun game. They do it really well. Um, it, it's, uh, it's, more, it's kind of like a more arcade slightly more uh, focused Everspace 2. There's, there's so few games of this type, unfortunately, anymore that there's not a lot to compare it to. Sure, yeah. I think that's what I said, and then uh, I was like, "Oh, that looks like Everspace." So then, chat, let me know how wrong I was. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean you're right, but yeah, sure, sure. It, it, it's very there was a there's a lot of comparisons between this and Everspace. It's basically a faster, more more concentrated Everspace. For Everspace, you can like pick slow ships or little fast ships. Like Everspace, you pick your ship, and ships are kind of like classes. So there's a lot more kind of variety in how you play. In Chorus, you have a ship. And that ship is like, there's like special lore and story things behind your ship. It's actually a character. Hmm. So like it's, it, it's a little bit more kind of focused experience. Nice. They do it really well. Nice. Uh, How many hours? Oh, go ahead. How many hours was it? Uh, That's a good question. I did not do everything. There was more for me to do at the end. And I spend. I keep, I keep spelling it chorves like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) uh i want to say about like 15 ish hours 20 ish hours oh not too bad um yeah well it's their dumb exactly. fault for putting it in the the old fucking latin belly yeah yeah it's true but anyway yeah i love chores it was good yeah cool. <laughs> uh community vote was okay guardians of the galaxy i think that's uh, totally understandable yeah totally understandable it was definitely that was my second yeah i think fair. that was probably my second as well uh it's that's the yeah, after that E3 show, no one expected the game to look like it did. Uh, Redemption <laughs> of the Year. Zeke, I know you struggle with this one. I it was a tough with one, man. One. I struggled with this one until it came to me. Then I was like, okay, yeah, that's my Redemption of the Year. 
I'm curious what you settled on, though, for your redemption of the year. It's apparently a long one, and so is Coe's, which they're not it's the just same. Just a long description. String. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then go ahead. What was your redemption of the year, 2021? Uh, there was a lot of fails, man. A lot of fails. But and I even I I I asked JP like, do you have any suggestions? And I asked my mod chat. I was like, what do you guys think? And then someone brought this up, and I was like, oh, okay, it's not a redemption for the company, but it's a little redemption for. Uh, some people, uh, my redemption of the year is the $100 million uh, settlement that Riot Games had to pay or has to pay. Yeah. A little bit of redemption for the for the victims. Uh, it's not like it's, it, I mean, obviously the whole situation sucked, but like a little bit of light at the end is that the Riot had to pay a big fat check, you yeah. know, and that's a little bit of payback for the people who had to put up with this shit or or chose not to, or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that was the one. I was like, you know what? I I can I can I can jibe with that. That's a, that's as the, when someone brought it up, it's like, how was that redemption? Oh, for the victim. Oh, sure. Right. Top. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So just to be clear, we're not talking about the Riot Games is not better. the one. Yeah, Riot Games yeah. is not the redemption. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's for yeah, the right games have reached a settlement. Hundred million to them is like, oh, let me just open my wallet real quick and give you a few. <laughs> Guys, we put out a new skin. It's got a green pixel on that character. Yeah. <laughs> we can go ahead and pay them. Okay. Uh, right games has reached a settlement agreement with the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, California Division of Labor Standards Enforcement, and multiple private plaintiffs regarding the gender discrimination class action that originated back in 2018. Yep. Cool. Cool. Co. Your redemption of the year, 2021. Uh, my redemption of the year came from, honestly, I'll be honest. I, after some of the earlier stuff, I had written this this stuff off. I had pretty much written it off completely. Um, I, I saw the, the writing on the wall, and I assumed that, like, I probably never wanted to touch this again. I thought it was just going to be farmed moving forward for, for this not. It just wasn't looking good to me. In fact, so much so that I basically said I wasn't even going to associate myself with it moving forward. But sure enough, then the next one came out. And I was like, well, holy shit. Uh, this actually, maybe, maybe, maybe it's going to be okay. My biggest redemption of the year was the Marvel franchise and video games. I, I saw with Marvel Avengers, like what they were doing, I saw that even the people that liked Marvel were just going, uh, this is like, this is not good. Monetization <laughs> looked terrible. Um, when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, oh God, they're just going to try to farm this too now. Like, this is bad. And then I played it and I was like, well, damn, this is like actual super quality content. It's, it is directly Marvel. Like maybe, Maybe this is going to be okay in some ways. Maybe it's going to be all right because this is frankly a direction that I would love to see them go on. So yeah, I that was my big redemption. Was for me personally, Makes I had basically written off Marvel after after the first game and the second game got me back on board. To put it bluntly. Yeah, I, I think that game. It's a great choice, right? Like you said it right. Uh, Avengers lost not only not Marvel fans, but like diehard Marvel fans. Like I can't, yes. def I can't defend not, that game. <laughs> as a non-Marvel fan, I looked at Avengers and was like, I feel bad for the fans of Marvel. They are clearly just getting <laughs> you can't their defend money it. taken from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, like it was, it was bad. But then sure enough, something comes out like this. It's like, this is worth every freaking penny. Yeah. Um, give us DLC and give us another one, you know? So 
Yeah, it was good. It was good to see them treated right. For sure. For sure. Uh, my redemption of the year is for a game that I think, uh, kind of like with the E3 stuff uh, that we saw of Guardians of the Galaxy, they showed this game and I was kind of like lukewarm on it. I think the rest of the internet was like, oh my God, this is a dumpster fire. This is not good. It's worst fucking thing. What have they done to this franchise? It's worst shit ever. But they're like, all right, we're going to delay the game. Uh, and then I think Halo Infinite came out. And for me, I think this might be somewhat of a hot take, but for me, I think Halo Infinite did redeem itself. I think they delivered on the, the campaign. Uh, for whatever reason, the multiplayer just didn't stick with me. But I think that the the campaign of that game was what I wanted. It was an evolution of the Halo series. I do think the open world aspect of that worked. I thought the storytelling of that worked. Uh, and I'm interested to see more. And if it is the type of game that we start getting little bits and pieces of DLC to kind of flesh out that story, I'll jump back into that world for five or six hours and fucking grapple around with potentially the best grapple in video games in my opinion and just fly around and kill shit it's always super fun um i just wish the multiplayer was something that grabbed me i think that uh like the competitive side of me realizes that i'm just not going to be that good with the controller ever and that's a me thing that's not a controller thing uh and so i kind of put it down um but the the single player uh was fantastic i'm kind of curious to see how they handle the co-op stuff when that actually comes out um, it has the potential to actually be really fun riding around in that world with a handful of people, uh, just obliterating things with, you know, super overpowered weapons. It could be really fun. Then the fact Chad also just nailed in and reminded a great point, the fact that it launched on PC and I got to play a halo game, uh, as it was intended on the PC, the same time that it released on console was kind of a big deal for me, uh, growing up with those games. So that was my redemption of the year. For the community, the redemption of the year, if this is somehow Final Fantasy, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> the, the redemption of okay, the year. Halo Infinite. There you oh, go. Hey. Halo Infinite. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. 25% of the vote, uh, 14% of the vote and the vote, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, was the redemption of the year, according to the community. And uh, No Man's Sky was nope. 11% of the vote. So I can see it. I mean, he, he, Cyberpunk has undergone a huge amount of bug fixing um that that actually make i mean there there are people who played on release and then play have played a second time in my community that have said like for their for them and their playthroughs the bug fixing was like night and day the difference between not being able to play and finish their games as opposed to a relatively bug-free playthrough there's still bugs the game still has issues but i mean if you played the game when it came out and got stopped by bugs then you go back and play it again and you're able to get through without you know too many major issues i can see why you would be like okay it got better not great, not fixed, still got issues, but there's no question that it's gotten better. Yeah. Um, so technically that's good. I like how in, in one uh one vote, 14%, everyone in chat is just doing this now. Who the fuck voted for that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, immediately around. saw the same thing. A lot, lot of suspecting you... going on in chat. <laughs> it's like someone said, like, where was that salsa made? New York City. Yeah. New York City, and everybody exactly get a rope exactly uh most anticipated game of 2022 the final uh solo category before we jump into top three games streamed then of course our top 10 games of the year we're on good pace we got about an hour and a little bit of change to get through all this so we're doing good we're doing good nice uh most anticipated game of 2022 
it's going to be a crazy year for games, if anything, uh, and if nothing gets delayed, I should also say. Um, I'm very excited for it. I think there's a lot of different picks here. Uh, I was looking at the binary strings. Uh, I don't think me and Zeke chose the same thing, but maybe they're the same length. Zeke, what was your uh, most anticipated game of 2022? Wait. Most anticipated game of 2022? It was a close one, but what am I, what am I most excited to see more of? Because it was between the three that you might expect. Yeah. And just just barely edging out my anticipation of Elden Ring was God of War Ragnarok. Same. Yep. Yep. Code, Co, did you submit the wrong thing? I'm not going to hit um, the button. We'll check with Barry. Maybe you two so, can have a conversation. <laughs> oh, okay. So for the record, um, I copied and pasted to, to do my list. And I don't think I actually went back and did it. So I accidentally may have copied my biggest fail into this. <laughs> Let's show it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. boy. Yes. Okay. Love to see it. Love to um, see it. <laughs> so here's the thing. Since I didn't have one of them, I'm going to hit you with five. All right, here we yeah. go. Let's list them all. Dying Light 2. Okay. Stalker 2. Okay. Elden Ring. Yep. Starfield. Yep. And Seafood. Really? God of War is not in the running? Nope. Man. Okay. No God of War. No Horizon. Uh, yeah, West no Horizon. Horizon is the close text. And okay. then, what was it? Probably God it's of War. It's not Forbidden West. What is it? Something West? Uh, it, Forbidden Jim West. Wild Wild West. Yep. God of War was awesome. It was a great game. I really loved it. It was a very solid action adventure game. I thought it was incredibly well made. It was really cool. But all those games I listed, there are things about those games that I simply like more. There's, there's things about those games that are simply more attractive to me as a gamer. Sure. Um, so I think I think the new God of War is going to be awesome. I'm 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 excited to play it, but like, you know, I I'm more hyped. I'm more excited for other things. I get it. For me, God of War is one of those. It's one of the best games of all time. That's where I rank it. Uh, and so to get more in that world, uh, if it is even anywhere near the level of the other God of War. I'm already on board. If they can somehow surpass it, which it just seems insane for me to even consider what that mm -hmm. would look like or would would be, uh, it's yes. gonna be insane. Yes, five so. though, man. Baldur's Gate uh, not coming you out. Are 20. Smoking the pipe if you think this is gonna be out this year. <laughs> yeah, dude. of course, Baldur's Gate That's three true. would be my most anticipated game. But if it like, dude, they've already said many times they are taking their time with it. They are public about their state of the game. They're releasing oh. patches like right as they get complete. I will be baffled if Baldur's Gate 3 comes out this year. If, it, if I thought it did, it would have been, that would have been my one, my one select. Yeah, um, I get no, that. I, I don't think it's going to be out this year. Certainly I had to ask myself. This year. Yeah. I had to ask myself when I was making this choice, I'd ask myself, like, am I not picking Elden Ring because I don't want, because I want to be different? Mine was almost Elden Ring. I, mean, I, thought, I thought most people would pick Elden Ring and maybe one or two, uh, one or both of you would have picked it as well. I was and close I had to, to ask it. myself, am I trying to be like, different and then i thought about it and i you know i molded over for a little bit i was like nah man elden ring is going to be good dark souls like the dark souls games bloodborne they're always fantastic. phenomenal yeah but god of war like the last god of war was just in a, in a league of its own it's in a class by itself like if there's like there you know like all the souls like most of the souls games bloodborne all a plus games God of War is one of those S ranks, you know? Yeah, I get it. I understand. Yeah. 
So that's quick, why also, like, I was like, yeah, that's why I'm anticipating that one. Just yeah. a, a little bit of context here. A lot of people are like, how did Starfield get into Co's list? Starfield is one of my most anticipated games because it is supposed to come out next year. We've seen no gameplay, yeah. but that is in super hot water. And it's one of my most anticipated games because I want to see if they can actually pull it off. I want to see like Starfield. I, at this point, we I are agree. less than a year. We are 10 months from Starfield's release almost. And we have not even seen gameplay. If if so, it was if, titled most uh, game you're most curious here, for of yeah. 2022, Starfield would yeah. be my answer. Oh, because absolutely, like, yeah. it is, it's it, uh, how does Bethesda is in such a weird spot? <laughs> it's a game company. No, it's one of my most anticipated because if they like, if they actually, I, I'm just so interested to see what's going to happen. I'm so interested to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be really, really crazy. If if they can somehow go back and and bottle up whatever the magic of Skyrim was and put that exactly. into Starfield. I mean, that's a game that we're going to be playing for the next 10 years. <laughs> what if I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say this one thing that I, I guarantee you that thousands of people watching this right now have not even considered. Uh oh. What if they pull it off? I know. What if Starfield is actually amazing? Like, like, I know, I know so many people these days are like, no, no, there's no way. Of course, it's going to be a buggy mess. Of course, it's going to be like, look at 76. It's going to be terrible. Like, like what if? Oh, it'll be a buggy mess. Oh, <laughs> maybe. What if it's not? Now, that would be a shocker. That would be a shocker. <laughs> and all on, if, if it comes out and like, there's very little bugs in a Starfield, that what? would be a shocker. What if our buddy Phil walked in and he said, I will not allow a trash release. I'm going to sit here in this studio, Bethesda, until you make it up to my quality. If that's the case, we're inviting... And then it becomes Starfield, produced by Phil Spencer. Yeah, yeah. If that's the case, we're going to invite Phil back on this show, and we're just going to sit here and take applaud, or take turns applauding for 10 minutes each. And we're not going to ask him anything. We're just going to sit here and applaud him for making that oh, happen. Man. So, yeah. Anyways, most anticipated game for Co. Battlefield 2042. <laughs> Community yeah, vote... I uh, hope you ahead, did Jake. what I did and took a screenshot of that. Oh. I certainly did. <laughs> we got video footage of it. I, I, yeah, it's not. It's not going to get edited. Uh, <laughs> um, community vote. Elden Ring. That makes a lot of sense. It was Absolutely, hundred percent. Right yeah, yeah. I, I think we're all. And the thing about Elden Ring, Ring that makes so much sense is that we've seen it. We yeah, know it's it. going to be good. Yeah. There's no like, like we ever we got like what some people had four or five hours in that demo and it was all great it was like there's so much new stuff and it's there's new mechanics and the bosses all look good and the world looks great like no no brainer for that one yeah that's it'll be good it'll be good that was 40 percent of the vote 12 percent was god of war and nine percent was her uh horizon forbidden west horizon could be really good forbidden well. west that's what it was yeah forbidden west <laughs> whatever that goddamn name is Erboten. yeah uh top three games streamed how are we gonna do this bottom up yeah i think i think it'll start three uh, as i advance it uh yeah do we just want to go one by one here do it zeke you want to just... start sure. yeah zeke you go through your list we'll just go through the whole list here okay uh why don't you start jp okay i'll start <laughs> There you go. Good job. Um, now, I didn't know these were going to be ranked, and so I'm looking at my list, and I don't necessarily know how they're ranked, but I'll at least speak to them, and if I agree with the ranking, then, yeah, then I'll say it's I was a little unaware if they, they were supposed to be ranked, too, but I, I did, but... It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's loose, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
mine are uh, mine are rather interesting i will say uh if this is the third one i'll reveal it and then talk about it yeah i've been playing a lot of league of legends recently yeah. uh and i was kind of blown away by the fact that i'm that addicted to league of legends uh and it's also been one of those games that's really fun to stream it has unbelievable highs and unbelievable lows uh <laughs> maybe maybe unbelievable highs and believable lows is the best way to say that uh, <laughs> but i'm uh, i'm really enjoying that the new league starts here in about five days i'll definitely be playing a lot more of it um but i think if you were to go back and tell past jp from five or six years ago the dota version of jp i would probably get beaten up uh by myself and probably past. beat yourself up <laughs> yeah i probably beat myself up for saying that uh the next game was one of those games that uh, we've talked about a lot if it is the same in the list it is guardians of the galaxy uh was a game that has kind of been a first for the stream and that was that it was a single player story driven game where everyone in the chat was super into the game that we were playing uh and like all of the jokes were landing everyone was like enjoying the playthrough and laughing together. Uh, and that's very, very rare, uh, for me as a streamer, uh, for like the entirety of chat to, uh, enjoy the game, not necessarily care too much about the gameplay and just want to see the next story beat as fast as possible. So I, I had a fantastic time streaming it. Um, even without the music, that was the thing I, I was considering like guardians of the galaxy. I guess I could maybe put that for music. And then I thought, wait a minute. I didn't even listen to the music for that entire game. Yeah. But yeah, even without the music, I had a fantastic time. And I, I think it was because there was there was a uh it was that like rare instance, at least for me as a streamer, where like my passions and my interest also intersect with what I'm streaming and the chat was also enjoying those at the same time. And so it was like that that perfect moment uh when it comes to streaming games where everything kind of aligns. You're enjoying the game immensely you're enjoying the the source material immensely the chat is also enjoying it everything's landing i'm not having to like defend the game in this weird situation that uh, sometimes comes up as a streamer um but yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun uh for the ambiguous title top three game streamed it's not has nothing to do with ours it has everything to do with what we just what personal we enjoyed as streamers the most streaming a video game yeah yeah uh, and then if you've been watching this far, this is not going to be a surprise whatsoever. Guilty Gear Strive uh, was a game that I just had a blast streaming. Chat, uh, it was one of the rare instances where like I got a lot of great feedback from chat and a lot of uh, helpful information from chat and streaming that game. And uh, when a round went well or when I quote-unquote bodied someone, I popped off on stream and it was, it was <laughs> fucking awesome. Uh, like it was great to experience that on air. Uh, I had a fantastic time playing that, uh, for the like 60 or 70 hours that I did. It was, uh, it was a fun time. So it also has one of my favorite emotes that's still on the channel, even though I haven't played the game in like three months or four months. Anyways, that's my top three. Uh, Zeke, you ready? Sure. Go ahead. What are your top three games of, uh, top three games streamed of 2021? Uh, Okay, at number three, uh, I had such a fun time showing off this game. It was uh, one of the uh, the community manager uh, and, you know, uh, Swiss Army knife of the, of the dev team is a personal friend of, the, of, of mine and, and, and of my, 
community and every, a lot of people know him uh and we actually got to play the game early and we got to play it with uh the main character voice actor on the line uh or on a discord call and talk to him in character sometimes sometimes out but unmetal the unmetal stream was so fun uh just just to be able to see this from where it's like towards where it started to where it where it actually was a finished product and how good it was how genuinely good the game is um good at, and it's very good at doing what it was supposed to do but the specific the stream was so fun because we got to experience new stuff but with people there who had a hand in the game or you know acted for the game and stuff just had a blast and i'm so grateful that i, I got to be a part of that uh process nice really cool nice. yeah uh number two it was just it was fun to go back and check out a game that had a remake and is probably in my top 10 games of all time when i got to play demon souls on ps5 <clears throat> playing demon souls and going back and and seeing all the updated shit but the, all the familiar stuff but seeing how beautiful and gorgeous they made it and how like it was a i don't usually repeat games uh on my stream i play one i play it once and then usually I don't play it again yeah um but i played this one before i was a streamer and it was fun to experience the all the new stuff with uh people who who like myself loved the game and remember like fights and 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 lines and and you know easter eggs and hidden shit and all this kind of stuff and uh yeah it was just a treat just a joy it, it, one of those you know streamer moments where you wake up and you're like oh i get to play demon souls yay you know <laughs> it's like yeah. hooray it's one of those easy games to stream for sure very very yeah. very true all the souls uh are. and speaking of uh nostalgic games uh i am a proponent i or not a proponent but like i love playing games for the first time that are classics that i missed and this game could not be anything other than a classic and experiencing it for the first time with a chat who loved it resident evil 4 uh played it for the very first time this this year everybody was always like there what you've never played resident evil 4 it's like the best one like I know I went in such a weird order. Like that's the last <laughs> Resident Evil game I played, and now I I think I played all of the numbered ones. And I started with five, if you can fucking believe that. The potentially went, the worst, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, I went five, so, six, uh, seven, and then I went one, two, three. It was a very strange order in how I played them, but I played one, two, three, the remasters. Ah. Um. And uh, this was the last one I played, uh, and then it went. Then I did Village after that, but um it was so so much fun for like i would look in chat and i would see like what are you buying i'm like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> what the fuck are you guys talking about and then i met the guy and i went oh that's why it's iconic because it's just like you know so enthusiastic like this this stranger out of nowhere you know what are you buying what are you selling <laughs> good choice stranger or whatever he says yeah um, iconic voice but, line for sure yeah and i i understood why uh it's a classic and why people uh loved it so much 
but I also had so much fun, uh, like checking out the old on it, like the the weird the, the the tank controls, the slow like aiming the of the weapons, the egg, like some of the greatest moments like clips from this year came from this these streams, and man, I'm so happy that I could share that with you guys. Um, because it would have been fun on my own, but it was a million times better with uh, people who loved the game. So yep. That was Makes my favorite game stream this year. Awesome. Co, top three game stream 2021. Muted, JP. Oh, I was muted to the you guys, not stream. Sorry, oh, okay. top three games, Co, 2021. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, again, like, we, we have our top tens. These are the top three game with an S, uh, that I just had fun streaming or, or made meant special things to me so the the third one for me um this is this has been something that i've been meaning to do for a long time this game personally holds some really some really special times in my life it was one of the first games that i ever played uh with my dad so revisiting it with my my twitch community was phenomenal um my my favorite game stream so the third favorite game stream was the monkey island franchise which started as kind of like a, a joke uh, just a, a little sponsored stream for some free Prime stuff because they were they had the Tales of Monkey Island franchise on there for free. I was kind of planning it on playing for, for a couple hours and then being done with it. Sure enough, a couple hours turned into the entire Tales run. Uh, that turned into Monkey Island 1, Monkey Island 2, Monkey Island 3, and I am tonight continuing my playthrough th through Monkey Island 4. It has been awesome, and I have thoroughly enjoyed every second of it. The streams of this game have really been something special. I feel like it's a lot of, of older people that, that played the game growing up that are coming back for nostalgia. So many first-time chatters. So many people drop in and they first-time chat and they're like, dude, like, these, I love these games growing up. Like, you're playing Monkey Like, who plays Monkey Island? Like, it, it's, been, it's been noticeable and, and really crazy. So it's been super cool seeing that and I've, and I've absolutely loved it. That's awesome. Um, my second top game streamed, this is going to be pretty obvious for the people that probably guessed it was final fantasy 14 i mean i have to say you know most people experienced final fantasy 14 over the course of years i sat down and basically beginning to ended all of it in like three months and it experiencing all of that in such a short amount of time is basically like playing a 300 ish hour triple a game uh it was it was crazy like it it felt like reading like four like really good books um it was a huge amount of content, a huge amount of reveals, um, um, many, many misty-eyed moments, and uh, and it was a fantastic time. And then for me, the top game that I that I just had fun streaming this year, I, I started it going, this could be fun. I ended it with one of the largest builds I've ever done in a game, Valheim. Uh, I needed I needed to put Valheim somewhere on here. It's sure. a special game. It deserves game. it. And and I can't wait to put it in my in my top ten at some year in the future. But Valheim streams were incredibly chill uh the game got really popular really fast and one of the cool benefits of that is having it so your community becomes basically this giant helpful machine where people are constantly dropping and asking questions other people are answering them you know, I'm, I'm constantly talking about like advice and, and and where to go and what to do and how to do things and it was one of the first times that i i sat down and really made like how-to videos and like the structural integrity system with like the huge build and you know, talked about how that worked and it was just a hugely constructive experience. And I have to say, you know, that's not something that I really thought. 
that I would be doing a lot on Twitch is having constructive experiences. Um, <laughs> but sure enough, it was it was a huge amount of fun. Um, by the way, for everyone saying Pathfinder and stuff like that, we've got a top ten list coming. Like, yeah. calm down. I, I, there, there's games on this list that really don't, don't go anywhere else that I wanted to talk about, like Monkey Island and Valheim. So I, you yeah. know, we've got other spots for those. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, just I in terms of having fun, that was my my big. I forgot that I played a remake of Demon Souls this year. Like, I guess that doesn't, by our rule set, I don't think that can go on top 10 games of the year. So I I didn't even like... I think it was 2020, uh, 2020 when it was released. Did it come out? In oh. Was it not this year? I don't even recall. Pretty sure. Pretty sure I looked it up. I had a real hard time of like, what actually happened this past year? And did it happen oh, now or three years ago? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was totally it was last year yeah, okay, it, it, it okay. Was november 12 2020 so gotcha it was a launch title i it's launch title on the ps5 is it's crazy to me because like people still can't get them so like, yeah it's still yeah. considered a launch title for me uh there was a community vote for this uh i don't know if you this know, is going to reveal all three of them but zeke what were you saying i was just saying it might be it might be fun next year to add a uh like worst game stream i think that might be a fun one yeah yeah maybe add that in there i think it would just it would just be fun conversation yeah be like man i fucking i picked this game and i hated it that was a bad choice yeah we we could do like a uh an inverse uh maybe for like maybe next week we can even include that in there with without yeah. all the pomp and cir- circumstance or whatever uh i'm gonna press this okay so guardians of the galaxy is what the cool. this was uh games that you enjoyed watching i think is how this was phrased okay um, okay so Guardians of the Galaxy came in third. Uh, if I press this, there it goes. Halo Infinite came in two. And wow, Shocker. Man. And Walker. Got it. Yeah. Now that's <laughs> bullshit because no one watches this game. <laughs> Wait, uh, but I will say people like going back to watch reactions. Unless yeah. you're Jesse Cox. That's true. I was just going to say, I remember he was doing pretty well. If I'm not yeah. But that they were watching for the reactions because he delayed it. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I figured this would you probably shout out to Jesse, by the way, like every, every other streamer that was not a final fantasy streamer that played this, we all like, as it went on, it didn't matter how <laughs> yeah. hype or what part of the story we were in. It just kept going down. And here comes Jesse Cox. And he's like, I'm just going to take, get in this little rocket ship here. And I'm just going <laughs> to fly this to the top of the directory. Like yeah. more power to him. I don't know what juju he was using, but man, he absolutely blew that away. He that was fantastic. It. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. awesome. Uh, and Walker had 20, we'll get him, 20% of the vote. Halo Infinite had 10 uh guardians of the galaxy had six and then pathfinder was five and resident evil village was five uh they tied yeah, at five percent so, there is that all right i think yeah. and but these were, these were all chosen from like a drop down right yes yeah this was from like yeah, a yeah. list of all the games released uh yeah in the past year or something yeah. not, not saying that it would have changed anything but like I'm sure most of the fun streams I have were playing old shitty games or old nostalgic games. Yeah, they most likely you're correct. They were not included in that list. Uh, but I will say, if you uh, can somehow provide a list of those games, we could definitely include them next week or next year uh, for the. Uh, I thought it, I thought game. this one be a write-in. Oh, it might be a write-in. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'll have to ask the mods if it was or not. All right, uh, this is it, the top 10 games of the year. So we've got about 40-ish minutes. Do we want to do 10 to 4 for each one? Yeah. And then yeah. we'll do the top three kind of going back and forth? 
Like what one one to two liners for each of our just boom 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 boom. Yeah. Go right up. Yeah, that makes sense for me. Uh who wants to dive in first? Okay, I guess I, I set myself Go up. Go ahead, for champ. That. God damn it. Uh <laughs> this game would have ranked higher had I had actually finished it, but what I experienced, it was an incredible game. Every five minutes it changes what the game is. Uh, and I thought that was brilliant. There was never a moment where it like uh had a slump in action and story. Um, it's just one of those games that I actually wish I finished. And that's why it's probably so high on this list. It would have been much higher uh, or sorry. It would have been closer to one. Uh, I would think if I played it more, it takes two coming in at 10. I didn't, there it is. I didn't finish it. Uh, I think we got like 50% of the way through, but turns out when your wife uh, <laughs> takes a brand new job and, that kind of takes precedent for finishing a game. For some I, reason. I'm saying, dude, you need a work wife like I do. Like I got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little busy. Uh, this <laughs> next one uh, is actually the first time that uh, I believe it's been mentioned uh, on the show so far. Um, I enjoyed this game so much that I actually bought it about uh, sometime last week uh, so I could play it off stream on the go. I had such a fun time with it. I also never finished it on air. Um, it's it's one of those infuriating games that the second that you, quote, lose, you want to start back right again. Uh, and I would love to see it all the way to the end. It's Loop Hero. What a fantastic fucking game that is uh, from just a design perspective. Um, and I really hope that uh, they do more with that moving forward. I hope that's not just a one and done uh, type scenario. Number eight was a game that uh, I think the only issue I had with it was the story. Um, I thought the gameplay of it was top tier. Um, I just felt like the story necessarily, the way that I enjoy a story is when there's an ending to it. This one is kind of like a choose your own adventure situation, but the gameplay was just a top 10 experience. Um, and the graphics and the fidelity set the stage for uh, potential future games of what they can look like and what they can sound like, uh, and that's Returnal. I think that that was a standout game this year. Number seven, uh, a game that I had no... It was not on my radar whatsoever. I didn't even know if I was going to do a full playthrough. I checked it out one stream, and uh, 30 hours later, I had finished it. I'm a sucker for JRPGs. There's always a couple on my list. While not necessarily a Japanese RPG, it is a uh, it is the truest form of that. Uh, it's Ruined King, a League of Legends story. <clears throat> the combat in that game absolutely keeps it uh, keeps it relevant and is definitely worth checking out. Regardless, Man, I wish I played uh, that game. Yeah, regardless of if you're a League of Legends fan or not, if you enjoyed Arcane, you can jump into this game and have a fantastic time just running around. It is a little buggy, but nothing game breaking. You can just like reload your save, and I think they've. Um, I think they've patched some stuff in it. Uh, speaking of JRPGs, this is going to pop up somewhere. Tales of Arise. I spent a shit ton of time on this game. I'm a sucker I was for waiting JRPGs. for that. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tales is uh, a series that I've played pretty much every single one. And this was kind of the, the next gen uh, step uh, for that series. While not necessarily the best Tales, uh, I do uh, think that it was a fun one. I enjoyed hearing blah, blah, blah magic. Uh, for 50 hours over and over <laughs> as I'm sure my chat did. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, I enjoyed this one a lot. 
JRPGs always have a uh, spot on my list, and they take uh, seven and six on this. Uh, the next game, again, kind of like Returnal. It's uh, it's a game that I think sets the stage for future games and what they can aspire to look like and sound like and play like. Um, that's Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I think that one uh, is just a, a phenomenal game, and it gets used. I, we made jokes about it when it came out. Um, that it's like the Pixar of video games. You can go back and read almost every review for Ratchet and Clank in the past 10 years. It's always the Pixar of video games. This one is the truest form of that. It's fantastic looking. Every single weapon you pick up, you immediately want to shoot. You immediately want to see how it affects the world. And it's always immediately fun. Um, They are masters at what they do over there. And uh, I can't wait to see more. It also uh, kind of puts Insomniac at uh, the top of like developer of the year. They just, they're incredible. They're, they make just insane games uh, and they have that, that special sauce somewhere in that, uh, in that company that continues to make them oodles and oodles of money and great, fantastic games coming from that. Oodles. Yeah. And number four for me, uh, I knew this was going to be on the list uh, even because even before I ever played it, that's how much of a fanboy I am for it. Uh, and it came in right outside the top three. That's Halo Infinite. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, if that, so- if that game was just a screen where that song played every time you pressed A, it'd probably be on a top 10 list for me. Uh, that, I, by the that way, song is incredible to me. Did I, did I, they, uh, they sent me a helmet for Halo. Yeah. Stand. Did you get that too? So funny enough, I got the helmet on the stand because, because that happened. I told my wife that I need a helmet for my uh, shelves. She went back and bought me the Halo three collector's edition on eBay because it's a better helmet. So that's what's on my shelves right now. That's awesome. I thought the one that they sent me is in a box. No, I thought you were setting them up. Like, did you get a helmet like this? (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, you, oh, you didn't. (laughs) <laughs> the reason I said that is because when you take the new helmet off the base, yeah. there is a light sensor that starts playing that song. Yep. <laughs> so oh, you yeah. can just play it whenever you want to. Yeah. No, but I've definitely... I, uh, I figured you had it. I've yeah. trolled uh, members of the family by just walking around with that and playing that. As I like walk into a room, I'll have it behind me and press the button. <laughs> it's a lot of good Now, fun. are those helmets the wearable kind or not? Uh, If your head's not as big as mine, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I have a hard time. I mean, time not, it's not like no chance for either of us wearing it, huh, JP? No, no. I, it's right here. I have the helmet. I can just show you. Uh, the uh, yeah, it's not designed to be worn, but like you can wear it. Yeah, the corpulent, the corpulent melon havers. It's this right here. This helmet. Right here. Oh, it's all green screened out. Yeah, I was gonna say you can kind of see it. <laughs> I don't. It's oh, you got the John screen. Cena edition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, the Halo Three Collector's Edition is is better made. So, anyways, yeah, that's that's uh, my ten through four. Who wants to go next? I Eight. crushed that, by the way, in time. Killing it. You did. Did that was good. That was good. Go, go, go. Oh, for me to go next? I was gonna say you can go next. Oh, I thought you said me. No, no, no. I said Zeke. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I will go. Sounds no. good. All right. Uh, coming in at number ten. Uh, one of those rare games that I uh, I played and I it was it was uh, doable to hundred percent it get all the achievements and stuff 
and I enjoyed it. the The difficulty was pretty pretty great all the way through. I love the environment. Uh, it was immersive and fun. Death's Door is my number ten. Um, had a great time playing that game. Uh, like I said, it was one of those one of those rare titles that I I I hundred percented because it didn't seem like it was going to take too too much longer after beating the game or close to beating the game to complete all the all the things I had left. And uh, man, it was a great game. I just had a lot of fun. Um, it reminded me of when. <laughs> When, in my opinion, Zelda was good, um, <laughs> like uh, the 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 Super Nintendo Zelda, um, Link to the, Link to the Past, right? I think that was one. Sure, Majora's yeah. Mask. That was Zelda was good. That's, yeah. it, it. It harkened me back to those days. Um, and you know, hate. Give me the hate, haters. Come on, haters. Anyways, <laughs> look, you got a second uh, one coming out this year. Him. Maybe you got a second one coming soon, potentially. At number nine. <laughs> Uh, people probably knew this was going to be on my list. It's, it's, I, I love the, the first one and the second one just gave you more and a little bit, a, a little bit updated. Great story. Great characters. Wonderful environment. Psychonauts 2 is, uh, logging in at number nine. Yeah. Um, number eight was, uh, my second biggest surprise. It wasn't my first biggest surprise. It was my second biggest surprise. And I, uh, I see a lot of you uh, felt the same way. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I thought you were saying Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final <laughs> Fantasy. Yeah. Didn't even play uh, it. Heard so much good stuff. Yeah. Thought it deserved a spot. <laughs> no, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, like I said, is is a huge surprise that it. I, I'm pretty sure it was going to look great because we saw we saw some of the previews, you know, before it came out. Like it looked great, but like. Good graphics do not a, uh, a good game make. And this ended up having all of the elements, uh, or all the elements were better, much better than I expected. And the writing, uh, one, like it took my, my favorite writing this year, it, that was the biggest like part of it, was that the dialogue was just so well done. Uh, number seven, also probably not a surprise. Actually, most of my list is going to be like pretty, pretty unsurprised, pretty corporate. Sorry, Sorry about that. <laughs> pretty corporate. But I God, know, like a lot of titles that like people are going to go like, "What was that? What fucking game?" We, we need the we need the indie chosen one meme. You were I supposed know, man. to be the indie chosen one. <laughs> I know, dude. But hey, some of the some of the big studios put out some good shit this year. Uh, number seven, Inscription. Mm. Uh, I played through it. I, I, I like that be uh, higher on uh, list. Uh, yeah, Daniel Mullen. No, no. What's his name? Uh, Daniel Mullen. Mick mm. Mullen. It's it's. Yes, Daniel Mullen's uh, Daniel Mullen's games. That's hmm. the name of the dev. Um, I loved his previous games. Um, I played Lisa. Uh, wait, no. Was Lisa his? No, Pony. I know Pony Island was his. Um, but anyways, I, I love. Oh, the Hex. That's right. I played the Hex. Uh, Pony Island and the Hex were were wonderfully weird, semi meta games, and this game delivered on that, on that, on that kind of like unsaid promise of a Daniel Mullins game. You're like, there's going to be some weird shit. I, I could probably guarantee it, and there was. And not only did that, it, it extended into the real world. Uh, if you went down the the Reddit hole, 
And I always love when that shit happens. Like, remember when when Dark Knight came out and there was like real world shit that they did to promote it? Yeah. Like, that's kind of like this. It was like that's that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, all right, number six. This this might not be an expected choice, but if you watched my stream and you saw how much I enjoyed it, maybe it is. But my number six choice, Breath Edge. Uh, Breath Edge uh, had their 1.0 release. I played a little bit of it when it was in early access, but they had their 1.0 release in 2021. And this game spoke to me like Subnautica spoke to a lot of other people. It um, it it had it had a, an atmosphere. It had a dis- uh, discovery value. And I, I, I wondered out loud a few times as to why I like this game, but Subnautica never, like, grabbed me as much. And I think it's, it's the humor. The game, mm-hmm. this game has a sense of humor that I, I, can, I really appreciate. And uh, I've, I laughed out loud several times. Um, but not only that, it, 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 it never felt like, the, like gathering, like, it, excuse me, very seldom did it ever feel like the gathering was tedious or you were just doing stuff to just to, just to you know grind it didn't it didn't really ever feel like a grind it always felt like you were progressing towards something you know um and some of the moments in it like this breath edge when we have considering the my favorite moments mm. had one of those moments that was in contention and it's when you turn on the ship, and I won't spoil it, but it's when you turn on the ship. And uh, something fucking hilarious happened. And, oh, so that, that part alone was just so well done. But, yeah, loved it. Loved Breath of um, Number five. Barely snuck in there. But, man, I'm glad I got to play it. And, man, I can't wait to finish it. I still, it's on my list. I haven't even finished the fucking game. Deathloop. I know, dude. Deathloop. Yeah, you started playing that like last week. I did. And I, how many hours do I got in there? Um, let's see. I have, oh, you asshole. There we go. I only, I have 16 and a half hours in it and mm. probably, you know, quite a bit left to go. But it's, it's one of those, one of those games like that, uh, like a Groundhog Day simulator where, you uh we've talked about it at length but i really enjoy the idea of setting up a perfect day you know like having everything meet all at once but you have to go through the day several times before you're like okay i gotta flip this switch and that 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 means that person will be there and then i gotta talk to this person and that means they'll be over there Mm. and then you get it all together and i haven't done it yet i haven't done like you know the big final push or whatever but i see it (laughs) i see it coming together and it's just so interesting not only that i'm a i'm a fan of like the uh the arcane aesthetic the the dishonored aesthetic and movements movement system is very dishonored when it comes to movement it's you know running teleporting shooting warping you know uh, stealth takedowns love that shit so i'm a sucker for that and i can't wait to see where this goes and it's like, you know, the same as Cyberpunk. Like, I didn't finish Cyberpunk, and it was pretty high on my list for games of the year as well. Um, and number four, one of the other games. Like, I don't know how many I 100%ed this year, 
think maybe three, four, maybe four. But there's the other one of the other games I hundred percented, and I <laughs> the aesthetic of it. A lot of people like it was in a lot of people's list for like, oh, I love the art style. It didn't speak to me right away. I got used to it. I never really like super enjoyed it, but the gameplay that was something special. Loop Hero, nice. Yeah, Loop Hero, Death Loop, then Loop Hero, fantastic game. Uh, I'm you say Loop Hero, and, and having just played it last week, I'm actually getting upset thinking about the failed runs that I had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like if I only had just placed that there. And yeah, no, no, it. it Talk about setting up a perfect run. Yeah. You know, you're like, okay, I know what I got to do now. I'm going to take a graveyard. I'm going to take a light. I'm going to take a this and a that. I'm going to plug them in. I'm going to see what happens. And then when you f- figure out, like, so how certain things are supposed to work, you go, why would anybody choose this <laughs> fucking tile? Yeah. You know, then, then you figure out, like, oh, my God, of course, that's why. You know? And it's it's it was just fantastic. It was a game that you can... Pick up and put down. Uh, I've always been a big fan of those. Just games that you can just like stop playing and then come back and play it again. Yeah. Fantastic game. I got all the achievements and it was a fun ride the whole time. Man, that, that's okay. my top uh, six. I am nowhere close my to bottom six. near all the achievements. You better at that than I am by far. We'll see if I get there. Co, your number 10 through number four games of the year. Sure. Um, before before we start, I do want to give an, an honorable mention. I, I wanted to put this game in or put it somewhere. Unfortunately, I didn't have a spot for it. Um, but my honorable mention for my top 10 this year was uh, Subnautica Below Zero. It was a great continuation of Subnautica. They did a really good job with it. I did a full playthrough. It was a lot of fun. I didn't. It was probably like my 11th. Yeah. I did want to give a shout out to them because that was fantastic. It was very good. It was a good experience. My 10th game, we've already talked about a little bit. My 10th game of the year was Chorus. Uh, Chorus really surprised me. The gameplay was fantastic. I really enjoyed my time in it. It, it definitely is a, a labor of passion, which I really like seeing from devs these days. You can tell that they really liked their game and they just kept putting in little details that made it more and more interesting and engaging. It was a great game. I liked Corvs and uh, yeah, it was good stuff. My ninth game uh, was a game that I... I Really enjoyed. I loved the company that made it. I loved the voice acting in it. I loved the loop style of it and pretty much echo everything Zeke says about it. The big thing about this game, and, and that it's so unfortunately, and go ahead and pop it up, it's Deathloop. The thing about this game that's so unfortunate is I feel like Deathloop is a really good game, but it came out being marketed as the best game in the world, and that immediately <laughs> put people on the defensive. I feel like Deathloop is actually a pretty damn solid game. It may not even be Arcane's best game, but it's a really fun game. But I think a lot of people have fun hating on it because it's not a 10 of 10 game. And the fact that like everywhere seems to say that immediately makes people be like, nope, that's not right. And let's go over why. And that just kind of sucks. I feel like if this would have come out to like eight of 10s and nine of 10s, that everyone would have been so much more receptive to it. And honestly, like it would have such a better reputation, but it's still a good game. It's a fun game. Like, I loved my time in it. I did have the perfect day, and it was super enjoyable and felt really good doing it. So, Deathloop was fun. I enjoyed it and, uh, and definitely as, deserved it. it as I'm out. playing it, dude, like, I don't understand, like, what the hubbub is about. The, like, the reviews yeah. that came out for it were fucking crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it, I was. I'm ten out of to ten. Game. game of the year, like nonstop. Very crazy baffled stuff. by that. Yeah. What's also yeah. also crazy is like Deathloop's really cool, but I mean, like even some of the skills are basically just from Dishonored. Like, I mean, yeah. it's just like yeah. you just gotta take it for what it is, man. It's cool, but I mean, yeah. Anyway, and I and I for the record, I do love Arcane. I can't wait to see what they come out with next. Hopefully, it's Prey Two. Fingers crossed, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, my number eight. I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised and not surprised that I, I don't see more references to this game. Uh, it has not yet been brought up at any other point in the show. Oh. I actually had a really good time from this game beginning to end. I felt it was an excellent addition to the franchise. I thought it was enjoyable. I liked the characters. I, I liked my progression through it. I had a good time in Resident Evil 8. And for me, it's my eighth game. Um, I thought Village was cool. I, I, I thought it was a worthy successor to the Resident Evil name. I had a good time in it. And frankly, it was it was well made. Like I just enjoyed it. It was it was really cool. Look, Co, so some of I us enjoyed are still getting through seven, one hour at a time. Okay, <laughs> it's gonna take me a couple months to get to eight. <laughs> yeah, I I, I know. It, it, similar to Deathloop, I feel like there's some elements of it that are kind of overblown. But um, we you know it's 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 a great game. It's a very solid addition to the franchise. And uh, I I played it, and the first thing I thought when I was done with it was looking forward to more Resident Evil. It's on a good path. Yeah, my Village seventh was, was game 11 or 12 for me yeah what was that 11 or 12 yeah. um my seventh i don't think anyone will be surprised as we have looped through it multiple times at this point loop hero was my number seventh i love loop hero i feel like it's such a cool thing when an indie game <gasps> comes along and essentially makes its own genre yeah there are already ripoffs of this game coming out we dubbed it the loop like genre uh in the channel and i mean it's just so incredibly cool and unique and interesting um, it takes elements from so many different things. It combines them into one totally cogent package. It adds on its own unique flair on top of it. And frankly, it's just it's just a great game. So I, I really liked Loop Hero. I will probably return to it at some point in the future because it's super malleable in terms of how you play and, and what you get out of it. And it's just a great game. Uh, number game six, again, making uh, probably, I don't know if it's going to be high on Zeke's, but number six for me is Returnal. Uh, I mm. thought Returnal was fun. I thought Returnal was one of those total package games, even though I, I, it's kind of fun because the gameplay was phenomenal. I really enjoyed the weapons. I had a great time the entire time, but I, I was furious at the end of it. <laughs> Same. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was pretty, I was, I really, I felt like the entire ending, despite spoilers, I felt like the whole end was a cop out. I was really excited how they were playing with like, is this real? Is this not? And I was super looking forward to them, like putting some concreteness on it and being like, Oh, that's what it is. The big discovery moment. And instead they didn't because it's art for your own interpretation. And it's like, <laughs> no, just tell us what it is. That's I want like, to No, don't do that. Yep. That's long. That's dumb and lame. And everyone does that. It's, give us some, give us some answers, man. Yep. Um. So anyway, even though I felt the story could have ended a bit better, uh, I absolutely did love the gameplay. I love the journey. Um, and funny enough, there there is something to be said to making you really feel something at the end of it. Like like it or hate it, uh, it is really cool to finish something like that and be so invested that you like you really have strong feelings. Um, where you're kind of like, is it real? Is it not real? That says it's real. That says it isn't. That says it's real. That says it isn't. And you just go down the list and you can never come to a conclusion. So maybe we'll get a DLC or a second one one day that gives us some closure. Maybe. But until then, it's just a fun game to play. Moving up the list. Now, this fifth game has, again, not been mentioned this entire show. I have not no idea what this Not a word, be. not a hint, where it's my fifth game. 
Chat, what is it? Anyone? Anyone? This game, uh, I I had played in the past. I played it again. Sifu? When oh. it came out in 1.0. I really, <coughs> really like how these devs not only brought together multiple genres, but not a single person has guessed it yet. Um, they brought together some some very interesting mechanics from all sorts of other games. When I first played it, uh, before it was released, I was like, oh, this is like a collection of kind of cool stuff. This might work. Sure enough, I came around, I played it to completion, and my fifth game of the year is Chernobyl. Ah, okay. Chernobylite on my is list. super cool, super underrated game. That makes sense. It is, it is so cool how they make it work. Uh, Chernobylite is a game where you go through, and not only does it have its own kind of semi-open world, you can farm if you want to with base building elements kind of thing. But at the same time, it does this super unique thing, slight spoilers, where as you go through this world making tons of decisions, you get this resource. And at the end of each of these areas, you get to this this like hallway and in this hallway is all the decisions you made in the game and you can go through and you can watch them Whoa. and you can spend this resource if you want to change them and when you do that it kind of it it, it it reverberates down your timeline and different things will change and then you have to go back and like play them to figure out what the option is to see how that would work and it's kind of like death loop in the way where it's kind of like you need to build how it's all going to work but the thing about it is unlike death loop there is no perfect so it's very much you just kind of have to like craft what you think will work best. Very interesting concept. And it all works in this kind of cool stalker sci-fi environment. Highly recommend Chernobylite. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. So that brings us to our fourth game. I was so pleased with this game. I I came in with going, you know, kind of, I don't use this, I use this word in its actual literal I came into this this game kind of cringing a little bit, like, oh, what are they going to do with this? You know, the last two haven't been super good. I was really hoping this game was going to save it and not just pile on to, like, the already not-so-positive views of where this game was going. But sure enough, they took it, they wrestled it to the ground, they made it something awesome, and I really enjoyed my time in Halo Infinite. Not nice. only being reintroduced good all number. the elements of Halo, <laughs> at the same time, they built on it in a way that I felt was very cool. I love the new gameplay. I love that they took Halo they put it in a different set of mechanics and it works i think the grappling hook is super cool i like the open world feel of the game like they took a lot of risks with halo infinite and it really i, I really appreciate when game devs take established franchises and not only take risks with them but take risks with them that are well thought out well implemented and like we want to take what you love and introduce it into something new that's what they did with infinite it worked awesome Steam. yeah so far, I don't. Uh, I think everyone's top three is reflective of each individual person. <laughs> I think we can kind of all know. Uh, so before we do that, let's let's look at the community's uh, top ten here. We'll kind of go through this uh, a little bit all rapid right, fire. I can throw this note away. Wee! Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, so Psychonauts two coming in at number ten, number That's... nine, Forza Horizon higher, five. Nice. Hey, that, nothing but good things about that game. That was game of the year for a lot of people. I had a, I had a good time playing with it, but I feel like racing games only go so far uh, for me. Swear to God, if N Walker is one, <laughs> I it, it probably will. Be. Yeah. Uh, Valheim again. Uh, that was one of those games that was early access, but hey, it's on the list. Look, or whatever. Sure. It's the, it's, it's the viewers. Who cares? Yeah. You, you play by your own rules. Yeah. Viewers. I agree. I agree. Valheim makes a lot of sense there. 
Uh, with hiring people, that, I mean, that game was crazy in terms of the zeitgeist. Hey. Around it. Resident Evil Village, number seven. Makes hey. sense. Number six, Inscription. Coming Ooh, out there. Hi. Yeah. Number five, It Takes Two. Okay. That's still a shocker to me that that game uh, is, was as well-received as it was. And the fact that it got game of the year from the game yeah. awards crazy real quick to shout out the chat again we we by our own set of rules we could not have valheim on our top 10 list yes as it is not a 1.0 release correct so valheim is not on our top 10s because it was yeah our our top 10s are 1.0 releases only mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh let's make sure i press the right button metroid dread coming in at number four it's the first time that showed oh, up on oh, the oh. show number three guardians of the galaxy do we think number two is Halo? Number one's Final Fantasy? That's pretty much exactly what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, that's what's going to be. Like, I, I, I promoted it, the, the voting on my channel, but not as much as you did. So I'm guessing it swings more JP's community. It might. Yeah. Like, I retweeted it on Twitter and stuff, but. Yeah. So, yeah, I think those are probably, yep. probably good guesses. Two, Halo Infinite. And number one. Yeah, there you go. Ed Walker. Oops. You see what happens, Mod, to be not named <laughs> when you do this? Anyways. Also, little little bit of a uh, an idea. I think next year, what we should do is when we when we announce the final viewers, everybody gets to vote thing. Yeah, we should pop up a bot that like puts that in all of our chats like every hour. And that oh, way, like, like a collective bot. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That way, it's like no matter, yeah. everyone will get their opportunity, basically. That's a good idea. Good we had it in our commands and stuff, but they weren't always fired off. And you know, right. mentioned a few times on stream, but. Yeah. yeah, good idea. Yeah, mine were manual. I'd, I'd have to like, yeah. Yep, yep. Good idea for sure. All right, uh, I'm going to hit this button. Hopefully, it's the right one. Hey, everything was saved. Okay, so do we want to do this where every line's revealed at the same time? Or do we want to I think I think we should do three, 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 two, 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 one, yeah. one, one. Okay. Well, we got we got 15 minutes left. Make this nice and packed. So yeah, you I mean, uh, uh, the game's on my list. I've talked about at length, so I don't really need to say yeah. much more than that. I think it's just a a matter of where they fall and not necessarily yeah. what they are. Uh, for me, number three, uh, I'm a giant, massive Marvel fanboy. It's no <clears throat> shocker uh, that this is top three. It was just a matter of how high in the list it would fall. So Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy uh, comes in at number three. Um, I think the only thing that kind of held this back from taking a, a higher spot on the list would have been the gameplay. Uh, gameplay wasn't bad, but it was pretty basic. And I hope if they do a second one of these, they uh, change a little bit of it. Maybe make it a little bit more interesting um, and just, I don't know, iterate on it a little bit. It was, it was kind of bare bones uh, ultimately, but the story and the, uh, the dialogue uh, and the voice acting Carried that game all the way to the uh, third spot for me. Co, what's your number three? My number three of the year, a phenomenal package beginning to end. I love the twists and turns. I love the characters. The voice acting was top notch. The combat was super fun. My uh, third game of the year is Lost Judgment. Makes sense. Makes sense. I, one of these days, I'm going to try to convince myself to play a Yakuza game. From, I started with the one that was a hey, JRPG and you, I didn't. Do bite size. Do Judgment and Lost Judgment first. Two games, maybe like like a lot a lot more you can you know bite off and chew maybe. a lot easier maybe. digest. Yeah, <clears throat> Zeke, you're number three. Number three. Uh, now this one is uh, probably not one that 
anyone from outside my community might guess, but uh, I I thought it was going to be a remake, or or uh, you know at least closer to the original source material. Hmm. But I had no idea that it was a a wonderful game unto itself, a, a, a excellent addition to the franchise of Oddworld Soulstorm. Um, man, I did, I, I went to it as like, oh, it's a remake or something like that. Like I heard people talk about it and I was confused going in as to what it was, but <laughs> it ended up being like its own thing. And it was fan fucking tastic. Um, you get to see all like, like a lot of your favorite characters. Um, the mechanics and puzzles were all just, uh, fantastic. Um, and you just like 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 I said, Abe's my was my favorite character this year. He's one of my top characters of all time. He's just you just you root for him, you fall in love with him, and and uh, he makes you laugh. He's very you know innocent but good kind of a character that you don't mind playing. Um, it's it, it doesn't go overboard with the with the you know mushiness or whatever you want to call it, the emotional like uh, caring or whatever, and it's. The a lot of the things that were in line uh, improved vastly graphically. The mechanics were majorly improved from the previous one. The more precise, uh, more crisp, and definitely not as as spongy as they as they were in the past. And uh, I don't know. I don't think you have to be a fan of the Outworld series to enjoy this game. I think you can just jump right in and, and play Soulstorm. And then if you like this one, maybe go back and play the other ones. You'll be a little more forgiving of them, I would. I would say. <laughs> that makes uh, sense. But yeah, I had such a blast playing this, and 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 playing it with with Chad after playing the uh, playing two of the uh, the previous games, um, Exodus and Odyssey. This game is great, excellent, nice. Uh, Zeke, do two. We'll go down the list. The opposite. Sorry, direction. guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, number two, not not a hard choice for me. But a surprise, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Man, yeah, you were talking about this game on Twitter. Wow. I was like, that's going to sneak in at the end, isn't it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, dude. It's It came like I did not expect it to be as fun, good, uh, exciting. Everything was, like all the pieces, sight, sound, audio, even the story. Yeah. Like I didn't expect the story to like, every once in a while, like, it was like, you know, in, in the simplest terms, like it, the, the dialogue wasn't like written by someone like with a thesaurus out, <laughs> but the message, but the message is there. Ooh, good messages. Yeah. They're, it's a really feel good, good game. Sometimes. That entire series yeah. is just feel good from top to bottom. Yeah. yeah. It's a fantastic one. Uh, Co, your number two. My number two game was one of the, one of the surprises for me this year. Uh, I, I should have had so much more faith knowing the developers, especially since they were the, the owners of my favorite franchise, one of my favorite franchise for multiple games. Uh, my second game of the year in terms of production, in terms of quality, especially in terms of how amazingly organic they made the entire experience feel like you were actually sitting there with them the whole time was Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, the reason that it, it took such a high spot on my game of the year list is just because of the sheer quality 
the game offers. I mean, you stand in a room with this team and they will sit there for 10 minutes <laughs> saying new dialogue, all of it good. And this happens everywhere you go. It really makes you feel like you are just in this world doing this with them. And uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic example of exactly how a game like that should be made. Uh, the entire time, not only are they doing all that stuff, but they're growing and they're and they're evolving and they're kind of like becoming better and more interesting people as the time goes on. So, great game. One That's of your kids my, very probably excited about it. Rowan. One of them is <laughs> screaming down there. I, I, it's uh, it's a crazy thing for me to see a Marvel IP uh, at number two on your list <laughs> on any. Hey, I am. If I could, just if I could ever say shit that would ever happen, it would be a Marvel thing somewhere this high uh revered and uh, kudos to idos montreal yeah yeah all right quick while co's out of the room guys i broke the list again final fantasy 14 is number two <laughs> wait what oh shit he's oh. back shit how do i what could have I... beaten final fantasy <laughs> wow uh i'm gonna hit reveal all here on uh, the top three for that I think we've all yeah. talked about this. Uh, Everybody knows, like most people know. I'm not sure about yours though, JP. Uh, if oh, you, oh yeah, no, yeah, I, I think I think you do. I know what Co yeah. with Zeke though. Do you know what Zeke's is, Co? It's uh, hey, listen, it's not a surprise. All of Zeke's the curveball. Yeah, Zeke's kind of curveball. Always a curveball. Um, Lisa didn't come out this year. Maybe Returnal. Oh, oh, Returnal. It's probably Returnal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'm going to show them all together. There we it go. Yep. Guilty Returnal. Gear, Pathfinder, Returnal. That makes sense. Yep. yep that yep. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, for me, uh, if you would have asked me probably a month ago, I wouldn't have probably. Guilty Gear came out of nowhere. Guilty Gear was like, hey, what's your game of the year? I thought about it for five seconds. And it was the first thing that popped in my mind. It actually popped in there before Endwalker did. So, uh, that's a list, though. And it makes sense that Coase was Pathfinder. I mean, he fucking... That's freaking out. Where's Endwalker on Coase's list? It wasn't a game of the year. It was an expansion. Yeah, Coase Co plays by the rules here. It's my job to always put Final Fantasy on the list to break the rule. It's Coase's well, job to follow the rules and never include Final Fantasy. That's just I, how well, it goes. I was, going, I was going to ask, and then I went, nope. It's not, it's not in the spirit of what we're doing here. And I was going to ask about uh, the release of the... Of the screaming child, we're gonna ask about the release of the screaming child. No, no, I was gonna ask about uh, uh, the final cut, the Disco Elysium final cut. Oh, because for the voice, it's acting. a completely different experience with all the voice, with all the lines voice acting. Yeah. Um, this one I had, it was just a joy to, to listen to all the lines being read out loud by fucking amazing voice actor. True. Um, but also the reason why I didn't, I didn't inclu include it in the running for best voice acting, mm. you know, in a game. Because it didn't seem like it was in the spirit of 2021, since the gamer was, was released as a finished product in 22, it yeah. just added voice acting. So yeah, yeah. but there's a lot of fucking lot of games that were in like the like this was a tough like year to pare down. Like, For me, it was Lost not. Judgment I mean, was in the 15. Like Lost Judgment was in the top 15. Um, um, there was a uh, um, God, uh, like so many other games. That were in the top 15, but they didn't crack the top 10, you know? Yep, I get it. Well, hey, we, we're not exactly done. We, we can Detroit only do Dread. the top there five. We got to do the, the combined list here. 
We did this very quick last year, so I think we can do it again. Okay. What's the drop frames combined list? Halo Infinite's got to be up there. It's somewhere on there. Me and Co both had it at four. Guardians of the Galaxy is pretty high on me and Co's. It's eight on. Z Are you giving them points, Zeke? Is that what you're doing? Because you did that yep. last year, and I think that's how we did it. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is on me and Zeke's, but not on Co's. Is Loop Hero the only game on everyone's? It is. Marvel. Uh, Guardians, oh, and of Guardians of the Galaxy. Eternal. Okay. I think Zeke's going to apply points, but I would say like Guardians 1, like Loop Hero 3 or 4, Infinite like 6 or 7, something like that. Mm. If we're doing purely points, though, it's going to be a little bit better, which I think is what we're all waiting on Zeke to do. Just give me like I just gotta write them down one time. Okay, and then and apply the apply points. the point apply points to them. Yeah. Uh... Oh, while you're doing this, uh, we can kind of do some shout outs here. Huge shout out to Barry and Zook for uh, taking care of all this stuff. Uh, I can actually show this for you guys. Super too. smooth this year. It's all in a stream great, deck man. to just move on and go back, and you just press the button, and the thing happens, and production occurs. That's all that thanks is to Barry. Super slick. Yeah. So shout out to them. Shout out to the mod team uh, for running the uh, the stuff. We are going to do that uh, the bot in everyone's channel next year. That was a great idea. So we'll definitely partake in that. Uh, Geki also helping helping out with feedback and some overlay stuff. Uh, cause not only did Barry put all this stuff into the extension, uh, and create the extension and all the overlays, uh, he also had to fact check all of it. Uh, so that things like me putting David Sobolov as the voice of Drax for a game he didn't even voice or for Co saying that 2042 was the, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. Some of that stuff. Most anticipated true. game of next year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all the box art and the games and the, that all comes from the internet, internet game database, IMDB for all the uh, other stuff. And then of course the uh, information from Wikipedia and official sources. So Zeke, should we do shout outs? Do you need a little bit more time? Yeah, just give me a second here. Okay. We could do shout outs. Uh, Cause I know, I know we are running a little bit close. Uh, Co, why don't you uh, do some shout outs then here? Sure. Hi everybody. <laughs> My name is nice so, that's the one you thing my... you got can you go back there can you go back there real quick you go back to the other in. screen yeah there we go i just got a okay, screenshot awesome. it yeah uh, oh good good uh hi everybody my name is oh it's one second uh, one second an awesome <laughs> there we go got it go 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 <laughs> watch and play these games with you this year i hope you guys enjoyed our game of the year episode hope to see you next year if you don't watch normally uh you can find me at twitch.tv slash co carnage with everything you hear in the background going on I've got a lot of stuff coming up this first month, uh, opening a new YouTube channel. I'm uh, going to be moving studios soon. Tons of stuff, so appreciate everyone's patience with that. But we're also going to be playing the Deus Ex franchise. We're doing Human Revolution right now to Mankind Divided. Going to be doing Prey next, then maybe right into Stalker. Playing Wasteland 3. We're finishing up Escape from Monkey Island. We've got Oxygen included soon. And then, of course, by then we're going to be into February with Dying Light 2, Sifu, Horizon, Elden Ring. we got so much coming up. Hope to see you in the channel. Uh, starting every day at 8 a.m. And as always, thanks to you guys for watching and thanks to Zeke and JP for making this a fun year. Awesome stuff. Next week uh, on Drop Frames, it'll be our 300th episode. 
Whoa. We've done this 300 weeks uh, since, I don't know, 2013 or something. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, we've been doing it for a while. So uh, we hope you join us on that. Sundays are our new day moving into the new year uh, as we will be starting Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern, no longer on Wednesdays. Uh, we might end up doing some stuff on Wednesdays together when there's time slash when it makes sense. Uh, obviously, if there's like a big new release or anything like that, that will take precedent. Uh, in terms of what we've got going on in the channel, not too much uh, until probably the 12th or 14th of January. So uh, we'll be doing our normal shows, uh, MCU crew tomorrow, talking about Hawkeye finale, uh, as well as whatever else is going on in the MCU world. And uh, most likely a lot more League of Legends on the channel. So that's what we got going on. Zeke, do you have the points tallied? Almost. Almost. Give me, give me like one more minute. Okay, one All more right, minute. Let's see. Here is, is uh... I don't know what we're going to do for one more minute. Oh, what was this, Barry? Hold on, Barry DM'd me something. Oh, he did it. Okay. Yeah, if you guys want to see the uh, stream deck layout, Barry did tweet it out over on his Twitter, Barry Carline, if you want to check that out. Uh, Very cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Nine. Teen. Yeah, God of War PC comes out 14th. There's something on the 12th as well. Of January? Yeah. Oh, Monster Hunter Rise. Are you playing that? For PC? I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I was super excited because this game that I've been looking forward to a long time called Weird West is yeah. supposed to come out mid-January. Okay. But they put it back to March. Yeah, I got delayed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. Am I... According to the point system, and okay. I just assigned like 10 points for first and one point for la or for 10. Great. Just reverse order so uh guardians of the galaxy with 20 number one uh, was our like gather like all together was our number one uh uh returnal with 18 points was our number two 15 points with ratchet and clank number three those were our top three uh point point value wise okay i think that makes sense um and then Halo with uh, 14. At number four. Yep, at number four. All right. 19. Right? Yes. Okay. Uh, and then Halo 14. And then with 12 points, Loop Hero. And Does, then. Is it weird see. from here? 12 and then uh gg what's gg oh oh then then it's just like uh, if you had you had a standalone number one with guilty gear um you had a standalone number one with path those are both 10 those are both 10 points you get to decide what goes at number six and what goes at number seven <laughs> well i better put final fantasy at, at somewhere <laughs> <laughs> or else fucking the fucking crowd's gonna be fucking upset about this <laughs> Why don't we just put? Why don't we just put that at number here, one? Here, I'm. Why don't we just do this? We can just and close just, it at five. Look, just because y'all know why good game doesn't mean you should punish me. Look, like, look come on. that's what I'm two saying. Two through ten. We're no, done. put Endwalker at number one, and put two through ten <laughs> at not Endwalker. <laughs> look, we just closed it there at number five. We're done. Guardians of the Galaxy is one. Returnal yep. is two. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is three. Halo Infinite mm -hmm. is four, and Loop Heroes five. I like. Are we that. all in agreement with good. that? I, that's good. Okay. You can dig it. Yeah. I think after that, it does, since all the points start to tie up, then it'd be like Pathfinder and Guilty Gear at six and seven. And then, yeah. yeah. 
Lost Judgment is probably like nine or ten. Soulstorm yep. is Final like fourteen seven, has yeah. a nine. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like Oddworld has eight. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, those are our top five. That's perfect. Yep, that's perfect. And uh, we clocked in at a little over three hours, so I'm happy with that. Zeke, we need to do some shoutouts. Then we can you call bet. the show. Love to. Yo, everybody, what's up? Yeah. My name is Zeke of the Third. Thank you guys very much for watching this Drop Frames Game of the Year show, show two ninety nine. Um, 300 coming up. Uh, if you want to catch me, or first of all, let me thank you guys for voting, participating in this. And thank you, Co and JP, for being wonderful co hosts for 299 episodes. Uh, and I quit. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to check me out, uh, I, I take Mondays off, so I will not be streaming uh, after this or tomorrow, but I will be streaming on Tuesday. And guess what? Motherfuckers. It's the time of the year that a lot of you wait for. CD Romathon begins. Oh. Back. For the entire month of January, I will be playing nothing but CD-ROM games uh, for my five my five work days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. No indie days, just CD-ROMs the whole time, and indie day, we'll do an indie week at, uh, after CD-ROMathon is over. But it's going to be nothing but CD-ROMs, and it's going to go like it, like it did last year. I'll pick, then you pick. I'll pick, then you pick. There you go. And I'm, that's what I'm going to be doing on Monday is gathering up all of the games. Awesome excited cool cool all right well that'll do it then that's the game of the year show for 2021 we'll be back next sunday for more drop frames maybe we'll get rami on rami seems like a good episode 300 guest haven't talked to him he could probably rant and rave about nfts and i was gonna say all that stuff episode 300 <laughs> drop frames conquers <laughs> nfts yeah, it'll be good it'll be good uh that's that though thank you guys so much for watching uh co go deal with the kids Go help Thank out you. the wife. Sure. I will. Jeez. Funny enough, you thought that was my kids. That was actually chat you guys were hearing the whole time. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. That makes, you know, I believe it. I believe it. Uh, that's it, though. Thank you so much for watching, guys. We're out here. Have a good rest of your week and a great start to the brand new year. We'll see you next week on Draft Freems. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs>